The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. The topics discussed may include drugs, alcohol, or be sexual in nature. This show is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I'm serious. It's dirty. Really, really dirty. Still here? Then pour your favorite beverage, sit back, and let's get this fucking show started. Pretty cool. I got the keys ready to come in and you come and music. Tony. What is his name, Tony? Lois could never have Superman's baby. Ah, yes. Incredible Hulk melon body. Ah! 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 Hey, I tried to teach you how to handle comics in the sixth grade, but oh, no, you wanted to play a little bit instead. Aquaman's a hero! Thank you, Trisha. We now return you to Robin Boy Wonder. The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. Fantastic Forum. Assemble! You listen to Fantastic Forum, All Games Radio's premier comic book show, and you're live. Daily show about comic books. We are the Fantastic Forum coming to you live and direct from All Games Studio Los Angeles. Hope you have a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you should stick with us. We'll help you take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building on Skype. He is our riddle. Inside of an enigma, trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He's our silent assassin, Jay. Hey, what's up? Next, he's our intrepid senior reporter. He's next in line for the cowl. He is our resident Dark Knight detective. It's Oz. This is the new and improved uh, site, huh? (laughs) Next. He's the backbone. He's the pillar. The strength of Fantastic Forum are nigh in Voto Brawler and Resident Strongman, Moses Magnum. Twitch is good to us. And as for myself, my name is Lawrence Young. They call me Mary Young. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. We got a great show for you today. Uh, We're going to be talking to you all about the animated series Midnight Gospel. We're going to be bringing you uh, a review of Swamp Thing New Roots. And we're going to be talking to you all about Doom Annihilation. Along with the latest and greatest in comic book news. And of course, whatever else it is that you all want to talk about. And we'll tell you how to do that in just a moment. But first, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, All Games Radio. The All Games Radio Network, and of course you all. We got to thank Jeff Bezos. (laughs) Thanks, Jeff Bezos, 
for for Twitch. Yeah, because that's where that's where you're hearing us right now. That that if you're listening to us live, that is where you're hearing us right now. And if you're listening to us on archive, it's not at all games either. Oh, where where are they listening to us on? Oh, I guess it, whatever their favorite. Right. Uh, right, well, and it's listed on Podbean, our Podbean. So, well, I'm gonna thank Scott Rubin and the All Games Network anyway for the history. Is that okay? Well, why don't we give out Jeffrey's number while we're at it? Wow, I came in loud. <laughs> <sighs> so, um, yeah, thanks. <laughs> also, uh, if you want to get down on Fantastic Forum, tell us what you're thinking about what we're doing or what else you want to talk about. Uh, here's how to do it. Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at allgames.com slash live. Join the party. You know you want to. Indeed, I do want to. Um, so, yeah, I guess, I guess it's time to do the show, right? It's time to, to yeah. jump into it, right? right? I didn't for Huh? You finally showed up to work. What can I say, man? It's it's been it's been a ride these last few days. Oh yeah, a lot's been going on. I can't complain though. You know, I really can't. I'm very I'm very blessed. I'm very blessed. So you know, but I'm happy so, to be here, huh? I guess next month when everything goes back to normal, you'll be working less. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. The funny thing is, what I can say is, uh, my job in in the 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 world before now, in long long ago in the before time, when people could go outside and breathe as they wished, and people could sit together in groups of four or even five, before um, they were taking away our civil rights. <laughs> it's like um, my job. While while busy, I had much more control over my my days, like how how and when I worked. So it's like, yeah, I had deadlines and things that I had to get done. But the fact of the matter was, it's like, OK, I know what I have to get done um, basically from week to week. And when I get those things done is my own business. And since. We've entered the the world of COVID nineteen. Uh, that has been a little bit less the case. A lot a lot of random little meetings set up throughout throughout the day happen now, whereas before then or before now, I was pretty much left to my own devices. You know, which I can't. You know, I can't be mad because, like, I I am I'm getting paid the same thing I got paid before COVID nineteen, and that is a blessing. There's so many people that can't say that. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, if they want me to dial into a meeting here or there, I'm I'm not mad at it. It would have been nice if they had consulted me in regards to what time those meetings should be, but it turns out they're dealing with li- literally a nation. Uh, uh, well, yeah, not uh uh nationwide group of people so there's no time that's ever going to be a great time for everybody and it just turns out 
I get the short end of the stick. Uh, TigerClan chat says, so I got a text message from work earlier today. Looks like I return back to work tomorrow. Tiger Claws in Florida, right? Yeah. Yeah. Be careful. So I guess Claw. Florida is open for business again. Oh, no. Like, Florida and Georgia are both trying to do their thing. Um, you know, I, I listen. I, I'm not going to tell anybody how it is they should or should not be running their lives. Uh, I will tell you this. I would suggest humbly to go slow. Because, you know, like, we live in a world where everyone isn't moving with, da- with data. You know what I'm saying? Like, like er- everybody's not making decisions based on the the Scientific in contract. <laughs> what happened? I think we uh, lost Larry. Oh, I no. thought I lost all of you guys because nobody no, said I'm nothing. Here. I'm here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like I, that was my bad. That was my bad. Jeez, did Derek take us out too? They tried. They tried to stop the truth. But uh, now I say not everybody is is making decisions on the incontrovertible facts. You know what I'm saying? Like some people are making choices and making decisions based on uh, on what they would like to happen or or how they would like things to be. And you know. I, I listen. I can't knock anybody who can have this, sh- like, use their sheer force of will to make certain things happen. However, when you're talking, when the stakes are, are other people's lives, you got to be careful, you know. And that's really where we're at. Like, I I know that that's not the case for every everywhere because, you know, I got people all across the country, and I've been talking to them, and some people, like, I got people on the East Coast that are like. They don't want to leave their house ever, and I got people <laughs> in the Midwest that are like, "Hey, I, you know what? Nobody here even really cares. They're just they're looking at it on the news like that's happening over there, you know." And then, of course, I have people, my my own people, here in California who have lost loved ones. So, you know, like and not like oh, I mean, took COVID nineteen. So yeah. It's like, hey, man, I, I would just say go slow because while things may not be bad where you are right now, you don't want to put yourself in a position where they're going to become, you know, worse than they are. So we'll see. Be careful, Claw. We, you know, be safe. We don't want we don't want you to become a statistic. I don't know, man. He was talking to me kind of rude the other day. It was like Tiger Claw was out here being mad, mad aloof. <laughs> you hear, you hear my feelings, man. Oh, see, listen. You know how much you got to do to hurt Mo's feelings. You know, stupid. You know how deep down Mo keeps all his emotions. <laughs> right there next to the grudges, man. <laughs> uh, also, before we get too far deep into things, caller. Tell the people who you are, where you're calling from, and what it is you wanted to talk about. I'm hecked. I'm calling from the epicenter of COVID-19 in Arizona. 
I don't Tuxin. know. What was it? Tuxin? Tuxin, yeah. Tuxon? Yeah. Is that really? Uh, is that the epicenter now? Nah, not really. It's but, the only oh, city in Arizona. It's a bit load in this county, so. Oh, gotcha. It's like Jeez, the, the one city, so, yeah, I guess, technically. <laughs> the one city. Like, right. everything. Phoenix, you know, Phoenix ain't shit. No, well, Phoenix is a pile of ashes. And then just rises every every year during the, the NBA season. Right. Right. You know, ever since we lost Shaq, it's been downhill. That's unfortunate. <laughs> no, he, was, he was talking shit about the Lakers. <laughs> you said you thought he was? No, that's what he was doing. Oh, that's what he was doing? Yeah. There, you don't know sports? Come on. He's a Clipper fan. fan. Like, Shaq left Arizona. He was never in Arizona. He was in Arizona. What? That was our worst he year. He was a Phoenix Sun, right? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. He got traded from Miami. From Miami to Phoenix. Nobody and we were, we were having, like, a run towards the championship. And mid-season, we got Shaq. Right. Well, you got... Everything fell, fell apart. You got old, broken down Shaq. Yeah, we did. The big but, cactus... But wait, and then everything died. Oh, okay. So then, so he's not talking mess about the Lakers, right? No, I'm just talking mess about Shaq. Oh, okay. I think Shaq's okay. I like Shaq. I love <laughs> Shaq. But he sucked when he was in Phoenix. Oh, okay. I don't know anything about that. I just know him with rings. Yeah. It, it, it's, a, it's a dark time that nobody likes to talk yeah, about. Yeah, look, everybody knows how many rings Kobe got, but... Everybody in LA should know his last two years with the Lakers. What? He sucked the last two years. They, they didn't even make the playoffs. Who? The the Lakers in Kobe's last couple of years. Like he was yeah. on the team two years longer what's than he should have. What does that have to do with legacy? Like say, Jordan's last year in the NBA wasn't great either, right? Right. People should know that. <laughs> last yeah, does, that make years. Him, does that make him not Michael Jordan? That's like 20% of his whole career there. No, like the time the time that Jordan sucked, it was maybe 10% give or take. I mean, but no nobody remembers that part. I look, but it's like why even remember it if it's like I mean, dude, it's like okay, he wasn't perfect. Like nobody Does even remembers what team great? he was on. It's like messing around and being like, well, but remember like, you know, talking about somebody that's like a, a marathon runner. And it's like, but remember when he tripped, though? <laughs> and it's like, what? why are we talking about the time he tripped? Like, what's that for? Like, that's Cause it literally was the definition of a hater. <laughs> remember when they weren't good that one time? It's like, I can't hear you over all those rings. Okay, I'll remember that when we have our George Washington conversation. Our George Washington? Yeah, let's not get into it. What do you want, Hecht? I don't know, man. That's a deep question. I just, I just want. What do you about. want? Is a deep question. <laughs> I there said are, that is a deep question. There are no more comics, Hecht. Sorry, the only place you get a comic now is Walmart. Well, unless you want, well, you can get DC stuff. Apparently, no, only at Walmart. And you can get source points uh, press stuff, but that's yeah. in, that's. In I the, just got a free comic like a day ago. 
Yeah. The new team cards go to camp was free. No, no uh, you didn't get that for free. You found it in the garbage. That's barely a comment. <laughs> hey, sounds, sounds free to me. Remember well, that time? Off. Remember that time when DC Comics put out that garbage comic? <laughs> One man's track is another man's treasure. Well, there you go. That's the thing. You never read the comic. I didn't watch the show either. You're missing out. Right. You don't know if it's bad or not. No. Tell me it's good, Jay. That's it's what the TV show should have been with actual characterization. Oh, wait. You're saying it's better than Teen Titans Go? Yeah. Oh, see. See how low the bars look. I feel like no, this. It's what the. It's what the show should have been. Like, it's actually decent. Like, it's just a comedic tape, but it's still the adventure, but a comedic with a comedic spin. Yeah. I, w- I would have probably liked that show if it was a comedic version of those actual characters. Because I did, right, that's I what did I'm like- saying. The comic, the comic is a comedic version of those characters. They're not like the things that are on the cartoon. Like they're not those. It's not the cosmic sandwich. Right. It's not. Is that is that the egg sandwich that Harley Quinn was going after? No, no. The yeah. Teen Teen Titans Go actually did have a story. Like one of the early stories is about a cosmic sandwich. Yeah, it's that like was the a, first episode of. Teen it's Titans like their Infinity Go. Gauntlet, but it's a sandwich. It so sounds like the first yeah, 10 minutes. Say, I love me a sandwich. Right. No, I, I think that does happen. It does. No, yeah. <laughs> no I, think, I think it does, though. Like, not exactly, not verbatim, but close enough. Too close, to be honest, for the, like, the only black character on the show. No, he's, yeah, that's not what happened. He's only like <laughs> a quarter black, right? Not because he played football. I mean, like, 25%. Who's only a quarter black? Uh, cyborg. He's well, like, the rest of him is metal. Yeah, it's, oh, he's like Chrome. That's wrong. <laughs> That's so wrong. That gets me. <laughs> so I got it. That's so wrong. I said he's black enough. <laughs> and where it counts. The, well, wait. D- did his dick survive? That that cyber dome. Nope. Or is it or or is it like a vape pen down there? <laughs> no. I don't yeah. remember. What? Like I know there was the issue where he was on a date, but I do not remember them talking about that. Nor nor should they. <laughs> I guess his tongue still works. That's all that matters. Yes, Larry? Did you just tell Tiger Claw to die in chat? No. He asked us no. if Kobe no. was alive. No. Yeah. He goes, if, if Kobe was alive during the pandemic, what would Kobe do? And I would I said he would die. Look, Kobe was alive. Then he yeah. was Well, the what? day that he died was the day the first case appeared in, in California, in L.A. County. Is that where it and came from? Yeah, and the the pilot had been told not to fly, right? Yeah, but they told him it was dangerous. That, that's, we're not talking about that. We're talking about how when it came to L.A. County, nobody paid attention because Kobe was dead. That's most all pe- anybody talked about. Most people don't realize that the helicopter crashed because a bat flew into it. 
damn bat. bat. It's always a bat. What are you talking about? <laughs> I guess Lawrence doesn't know current events, so let's move on. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about bats later. Like, this is the link between, like, you're talking about, like, a bat, like, Corona bat, and a bat flew into the helicopter. Wait, so, but the first report of coronavirus case was the same day Kobe died? Yeah. They were both the front page of the newspaper, but Kobe's thing was the whole cover, and the little corner thing off to the left was the coronavirus first case in L.A. County. But... If only those vultures downtown have been selling COVID-19 t-shirts, maybe we would have known to stay inside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but wait, wasn't that like January? Yeah, January 31st. I know, because I was at the, the the hair convention, and a lot of people, like a lot of the vendors are from China, and a lot of the people come from all over the world to this one. And I even, like, Emily and I took our five thousand milligrams of vitamin c and went down there and we're like fuck you gotta be careful like you know because we don't want to get too close to people period you know like there's people that traveled in planes to get here not just from china but they were in the hell uh, the airport like we already knew like what was up with this kind of and we've been monitoring it before it got to the u.s and so you 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 literally were trying to make sure you didn't get coronavirus at the end of january yeah, because before, yeah. yeah. How, how come you didn't tell us, Mo? I'm think I probably did. Like I'm sure there's a probably a Facebook post of me saying this is the extinction event I was praying for. Yeah, I remember that post. Like, no, I'm, I'm talking sure about that. in real life, man. You oh, know, real life. <laughs> first of all, I you know I I still don't think it's that bad to get it, but I'm like you you saw me. Since then, <laughs> yeah, like I, we were we're hanging out, but the thing is, even at the time, it wasn't like coming here. Like it was just oh, pop- okay. It was only popping up. We where thought it was gonna mass- be swine flu. It, there, it was popping up only where there was mass uh, protests, <laughs> mass for hysteria human for human rights, and then all of a sudden, everybody gets sick there and shut everything down. Oh, so I'm like, on. oh, that that's the the, the you know, it's it, the hit, the fix is in. That's it. The Illum- yeah. Illuminati. Right. Well, well I mean, it's the Illuminati. It's just you know these China. countries that are trying to make you know trying to make things better for people. And I'm like, you know what? There's too many. Of th- we overpopulated this section. What's the easiest way to get rid of it? Illness. Boom. Wow. Also, got- Lawrence. Some people would argue Facebook is real life. I don't know what you're talking those about. Pe- those people are wrong. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> can't argue Facebook's real life. Th- those I people know, haven't seen my Facebook. I know, Larry, when we did hang out right before it came to the L.A., um, we d- the, the big topic that we did talk about was your boy that they got. They caught slipping. They Which got one? killed. Your boy, Suleimani. Oh, yeah. Because that was the big thing that week. Yeah. 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 Man. I mean, listen. That shit feels wild. like two years ago, huh? No, you go ahead. It feels like two years ago, two years ago huh? Oh, dude, it does. It, like, it, it's, it's so crazy to think about the things that felt important beforehand. And, like, now that, you know, like, literally this is one of these things where it's like, okay. Like, this is, this is, like, real, like, 
life and death type of stuff happening for real right now to the point where we can't even move around the way we want to like come on man that's crazy i mean you could you can but stay in your car well but that that's not moving around like you want to yeah <laughs> it's like i can get in my car where am i going <laughs> it's you like there's very few places to go out to the woods because that's the only safe spot listen i i went out for work uh last week like actually not not only this past friday but the friday before i was doing drops for um first responders and such right and one thing that you have to recognize or realize that you know you you may not be prepared for for any like extended travel is there are no more public restrooms out in the world. Like, you have to know somebody to use the bathroom someplace other than your house. Unless you <laughs> go to the woods. That, that's LA stuff, man. I, I go to gas station bathrooms all the time. No, it's LA because of this. That, that, right. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, a lot of places have shut their bathrooms down. Like, you can... You can get curbside pickup or you can go to the gas station and get gas or buy uh, a candy bar or something. But if you're like, oh, can I use the bathroom? Cats are like, uh, we've shut our bathrooms down, which which you can't be mad at because. And you know what? This is a true testament to the Hispanic working class. You know who's still available, who you can still count on? The guy selling roses at the corner outside the freeway. <laughs> mm-hmm. You, you, Look, you laugh, heck. You it's laugh. It's true. That's, it's fucking true. I, I, laugh. I don't know why the true. fuck he's selling roses. Like, he should be selling. Well, but, he's selling oranges, you know, too, so. Well, there's two of them, but yeah. The, but this dude selling roses. Like, every every time I get the chance to go out and I end up going on the freeway, I've seen him. Does he have a mask? Uh, and now I'm sure he does. The first few times he didn't, and I'm like, dude, like at least wear a mask. Yeah, dude needed he a works, mask, but he's healthy. Dude needed yeah. a mask before that for all the fucking tahini puts on that shit. <laughs> the, good thing, the good thing about him though is he, because he's in the sunlight, and you know the UV rays kill it. So he, I don't know. He's not sticking it up his ass though. I did. I'm healthy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm drinking around, disinfectant right now. I'm drinking disinfectant right now. Jim Bean. <laughs> Hundred proof black kid. barrel. He's snorting the Ajax. <laughs> I, I was out here looking like looking like Jamie Foxx's Electro. Taking shots of pine salt. <laughs> oh man. Pinosol or whatever. So, Larry, you know, my birthday's coming up. I feel like it's a month away, but it's a week away. Like, listen, I I and know it. I, I, like, you, I love Cinco de Mayo. It's my favorite holiday. Yeah, now you're going to hate it. Why am I going to hate it? Because you're going to be sober. Happened. Listen, I'm still celebrating. I don't know what you're doing. Right. Zoom party? There it, boom. Shots of Clorox. We did it. Look, if it's good enough for Grandma's 90th birthday, it's good enough for Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, it's like we will seventh annual. <laughs> the thing, so yeah, I uh, I I don't know if you remember, but I did my, a news story last week of Deborah Ann Wall, the lady that played Karen Page on yeah. the Daredevil. 
and she won't be acting. She's afraid she's not going to be acting. She can't find work. And then the COVID-19 thing ruined everything, too, even worse. So then I saw on Twitter that she was promoting an eBay auction. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I was like, whoa, man, she's just talking about not being able to work. Now she's selling her collection. I thought you were going to say panties. No, <laughs> it's the auction of comics. Like She collects comics? Like, they had a. I, that's what I thought. Like, man, this can't. Does she have like? I can understand if she had like props or, or comics Maybe that research. they gave her for to research for her role for Daredevil. No, but no, she's man. she's promoting a Karen Page, like lot of comics or something, right? No, like she had ten. Well, I bought. I actually won the auction for ten copies, ten alternate covers for Die 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 Number One. Wow. Fucking money That's magnum. where that came from? Yeah. And it's like, and I'm like, so it turns out it's not her auction. It's her boyfriend's auction. And it's for some charity, like some like fight the blind or charity. Charity. Blind the hungry or something. Like, how do I retract like my the blind? Something the like blind. that. Blind the hungry. <laughs> <laughs> something like that. I, I, I just like, why Whoa, wait, 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 wait. Now, now all I'm thinking about are like UFC fights with blind people. Uh, their stomach is growling. <laughs> we might as well take their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I got 10 covers. And I thought, like, I'm like, man, it says 10 different covers, but all the covers look exactly the same. And it turns out it's the word bubbles are different on each cover. Jesus. So, wait, that's a weird way to Her fiance is blind? It's a fucked up lazy way to do it. Yeah. But, you know, but it's okay. I, I know um, when I talked to Joe about it, he said that Eric Larson has done that with different covers. And then you vote to which one you get. And at least that's cool. That's kind of an, an option. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, this is a weird way of doing it. But either way, I, I won the auction for like fifteen fifty for ten oh, wow. number ones. So we'll see when so they who, make. So who do you get to blind? It's not me, is it? I'm no, blind. I don't know. I, that was the charity. So and it, that's the thing too. Like it's for charity, but only ten percent of the sale goes to that charity. Only ten percent. Well, yeah. well, you started off by saying she's not working. Well, yeah, but <laughs> you know, it's still like I would if if. If I was selling shit, and actually I'm, I'm about to sell some shit, um, I'm not going to say, oh, it's for charity in hopes that somebody will want to like bid more for it and then only give 10%. Like, I'm either going to give to charity or not. Wait, what are you going to sell? Your panties? No, I'm going to sell Gears 5 and some games that are kind of new. His bathwater. I'm just saying, like, Oz is really stuck on these panties, apparently. Like, okay. this is this sounds like something that he's looking to, to invest in. I'm just supporting my friends. He's already bottled. <laughs> <laughs> Oz has Catwoman panties. Well, yeah, so I'll, I'll be reviewing each and every issue of the number one of that. <laughs> you, you'll be reviewing the different word bubble choices? Yeah, for die, die, die. 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 <laughs> well, he's gonna do one review, and then the next day it's gonna. The second review is gonna yeah. be the same thing as yesterday, but a little different. Yeah, I'm actually the opening line is gonna be different. I'll play a recording, but improvise the beginning part when it discuss <laughs> the cover. <laughs> It'll be like it's Monday, so 
<laughs> and then just play the clip. The next one is Tuesday. <laughs> also, Larry, I got a bunch of free shit. Like, get, not shit, but I got a gift from Dave Ryan. I and saw he, your video. He, yeah, he sent me a... Uh, let's see if I can put these in chat. Um, yeah. He sent me a kiss, uh, one of those, it's like the white covers for comics, sketch yeah. co- cover, but it's a card. Yeah, and it's, a sketch card. Yeah, and it's Gene Simmons from Kiss, Yeah, but the way he drew them, it looks like, it, you know, the reference is the album cover, but it looks like yeah. he just cut the album cover. Yeah. No, it, it's amazing. I, I saw like, it. Yeah. As soon as I heard, I saw like, because that's the face he makes when he sings God of Thunder. So I'm like, I can hear God of Thunder like looking at this picture. <laughs> Coming out the sketch card. Yeah. yeah. Just like, just that yeah. beginning, dun, dun, that bass line, like, I can hear it. Yeah. The dude, the dude, I mean, Dave Ryan is ridiculously talented. We, we should just have him on the show just to talk to him because yeah. he's a joy to talk to, too. Yeah. Like, he's, it, he's it, almost it, a. T- He's almost as talented in conversation as he is in art. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and then he sent me the two issues of War of the Independence. Yeah, I now saw I that. Continue. How how big are those sketch cards? Like a baseball card size? Yeah, it's a baseball yeah. card. Oh, sorry, I forgot who I was tying to. Like a Magic the Gathering card size? Yeah, like that. <laughs> yeah, you got to dumb it down more for me, man. But yeah. <laughs> but no, that's okay. badass though. <laughs> Sketch sketch cards for a while were like kind of a common thing in the in the comic book scene, and um, you know I don't know what happened. I don't know what made it so that people stopped doing them. I don't know if they just kind of lowered their think, pricing in regards to I think like you know sketch covers. They, they've just gone underground, Lawrence. Because I see I see great artists doing sketch cards all the time, but that's on one of those face, Facebook groups for artists. Oh really? So yeah, and then they sell them. They'll put them up on eBay. That's like I've seen. I've seen a lot of them from a lot of artists. I, I not like, not big names. Like I'm not seeing Jim Lee do it or anything like that. I feel like I feel like sketch cards used to be a part of the whole like artist alley thing, where it was like, okay, I can do you know a, a sketch cover for you, and you know you had different tiers whether you were talking about you know. The bust or full body or multiple characters, color, non-color. But, you know, all those were expensive. And then for those that were like, hey, I I want a piece of an original art, but I can't spend all this money on a a sketch cover because, you know, it's good art, of course. And it it is uh, a decent amount of... uh, of real estate that a, a, a artist has to cover, they're like, well, you can do the sketch card. And yeah, but if I feel like it's been kind of phased out, I'm not sure why. I don't I don't see it at conventions as much. In chat, I put um the a Nick Fury free falling because he did a who's thing that white guy? <laughs> that's Nick. That's that's actually Dave Ryan. Dave Ryan. That's Dave Ryan. <laughs> I Look. think he uses himself as reference a lot. I can see that. That that face that looks like him. And yeah. I've seen him with other uh one of the other comics he has on, on his publishing house. Um forget the name. It's a superhero comic like a you know, a Superman type analog looking. And uh I know some on some sketches he does it looks like him too. Um 
But he, this Nick Fury, he did a thing on Facebook where he just asked, like, somebody give me a hero, one hero, and a pose, mm-hmm. and I'll draw it. And then it turns out that the ones he drew, like, he gave them to whoever asked. Like, he, I think he only did, like, 16 of them or something. Yeah. Mm. I did see that, too. Yeah, so each, the one that you picked, you get. And that and, was a and this, and this free-falling Nick Fury was actually, like, that's an actual, like, Full size sketch, right? Yeah, yeah, that's full size. That's yeah. like nine by twelve. Yeah, so it's good stuff. What I'm, man. Gonna do, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna cut it out and put it on a on a white cover, like decoupage. Are you really? <laughs> no, I'm not. Oh, I'm about to say. <laughs> listen, I would have put it past you. I'm like, you know, it's like you have enough artistic ability where you might act, you could actually cut that out, and it would look the way it's supposed to look still. And, you know, I don't know if I, I'm not saying you should, but, you know, I know I couldn't do it. I would ruin I'm it. I'm not. But, yeah, it's so funny because I, I was actually having a conversation um, with Nia, I want to say last week, talking about um, it, the, the conversation was actually talking about these rumors about um, MCU casting for. Magneto and Professor X and how they might be people of color, they might be like, you know, potentially black people, all kind of stuff. Um, which, I, you know, I didn't talk to you all about that, huh? No, but that's Last a good topic to jump in. Yeah. But, you know, I was telling her, like, hey, like, you know, they're talking about this, and, you know, that's kind of intriguing, but the only thing is that, you know, they have a, like, Marvel has a tendency when you kind of mainstream these these characters with the changes, they, they tend to change the comic book. And so I'm like, you know, as much as it would be interesting to see maybe those kind of portrayals in the movies, I, I would be scared that all of a sudden, you know, Magneto in the comic isn't white anymore. He's some other, you know, and they introduce some other character that's trying to be, you know, Magneto. Which, you know, which, I mean, that technically has already happened once where they tried to make, um, which, you know, Black you all, Nido. Well, they didn't change the, the, the race, but they tried to introduce a younger Magneto and it ended up being a character by the name of Joseph. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's not, it's definitely not one of X-Men's highlights. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, like, basically it, it was a younger Magneto and they were trying to say it was Magneto, and I think they ended up being like, okay, well, this doesn't seem to be working, so we'll just retcon it. it and ma- it It'll be a highlight once they make Black Nido. Black Nido. But, you know, the, the well, I, there's no, the, the, reason, the reason why this conversation was on my mind was because they've been talking about this for a while now, and I think we've mentioned it once before, but just in passing because it was just a rumor. But a name came up, like, recently that I hadn't heard before. And I was like, oh, schmack. They're talking about um, Giancarlo Esposito. Which Oh, yeah. I think, I think we did talk about that at some point. Oh, yeah. And I'm just saying, like, it would be really, really interesting to see his portrayal of a Magneto. See, and he's so good that he could play white Magneto. He could, except that he's not white. Yeah, but he could just do everything. Like you could put him in that concentration camp and everything, 
and he was, like, you know, you can't do that. Yeah, you can't. with him, with you him, can't you can't. a brown Jew in a concentration camp and pretend like he's a white person. Look, nobody will say nothing. We don't say nothing, and then he'll just act it out, and it'll be great. He, I mean, I'm not saying the acting won't be phenomenal. It will be yeah. like, but I look, listen. Look, there was, a, there was, there was, oh. in there too, and they weren't. They're not white. They were what? They're not white. No, no. Who? They were who in there? Oh, gypsies. Well, yeah, but. But gypsies, I mean, they're not white, but they're not, they're not, yeah. They don't look like Giancarlo Esposito. I think he could pass for a gypsy. Or a Romani, sorry. <laughs> like, all you need is a little CG. No, nah, he, he could do it. Like, there's Jews that look like him. <laughs> kinda. Yeah. Not kinda, there is. I mean, it depends on how far back you want to go, because Lord That's, knows. Look. Go to Ethiopia now. What? Go where? Ethiopia. Oh. They're, I mean, yeah, they're, they're brown Jewish people, but I think at that point, you know, there's, you know, you know, look, you know how this goes, man. Hey, hey man. Hey, Jesus was brown. I'm just saying, I'm, I don't even give a fuck about that. I give a fuck about Giancarlo Esposito. He could play regular ass Magneto. Yeah. It's interesting because there's all kind of rumors going around now about, of course, there's always rumors going around about the MCU and what's going to happen next or whatever. The, the latest one is they're, they're saying that the Fantastic Four and the X-Men may get introduced through an ultimatum type storyline. Yeah, that, I was going to do that in the news, but yeah. Yeah. Which... I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, it's one Remind of those the people what that storyline was? Uh, Ultimatum was basically a storyline that was kind of like the last big storyline that happened in the Ultimate Universe. And it kind of, it, it basically centered around Magneto um, turning taking, black. He No, he was not black, <laughs> but he was taking revenge on the planet for uh because because um his kids died scarlet witch and and quicksilver and so he basically did like went through this whole bunch of stuff to basically change the polarity of the earth and it caused all these um giant natural disasters and it killed a lot of heroes and that's how you get polaris no. <laughs> Wait, so how do you introduce the X-Men with that? Like, how does that lead into introducing the X-Men? Well, the... Well, you, you Also, you don't... I don't think they would even follow Ultimatum that much. Like, they would say, you know, another Ultron or somebody did it. Damn. Well, but Who knows? And you're right. They very well might not, but... I think how it, it does it, Jay, is the idea, I think, because that happens in Ultimatum, and then right after Ultimatum, or it's almost like, I don't know if it's right, I, I think it actually, I don't remember if it's the epilogue to Ultimatum, but that's when the Ultimate Universe basically 
starts like closing in on itself and that's when you start getting the people from um like the refugees from the ultimate universe that end up in the 616 oh so, right well like a force in them okay say again so a force in them no 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 a force a force is from secret wars um no not no no that was before that was when the when the realities were collapsing and like that was one of the realities like with she-hulk yeah Medusa in them yeah yeah that's that's from secret wars joe that or secret war like the or no secret wars like like you're right it is reality's collapsing and those like it is a similar storyline but the ultimatum one predates what you're talking about by like 10 years or something like that and it's like how like after ultimatum and the reality's collapsing is how you get miles morales Wait. Wait. It's the hunger is the one the other one. Right? Wait, which what's which one's the hunger? The hunger is the one that's right before all the universe die and then they go into secret wars. <coughs> you know what? I'm having, I'm having a hard time remembering. Because I could I could have swore that A Force was a reality that happens out like after Secret Wars, or not after Secret Wars, but like during Secret Wars. Like w- once Doom is trying to like save all the universes once they're collapsing, and there's like all the different little pocket realities or whatever. A Force is one of those pocket realities. But that's that's right. definitely, but that's definitely after Ultimatum, and what I thought was like, because didn't didn't Miles Morales come into the MCU before Secret Wars was done? Um, he did, but that was just a like a a portal thing. Like he wasn't part of the six one six yet. Right, like not the Spider-Man type thing, right? Like that's what you're. Well, I was thinking Spider-Man, the Bendis one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, Spider-Man. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, but yeah, I it, it's hard to keep it all straight. <laughs> it's like, but I'm pretty sure the uh, what I'll say is this is Ultimatum, and the thing that I'm talking about is what happened when they ended the Ultimate comic book, the Ultimates, or the Ultimate comic book line. And... Right. Right, but that's before... That's long before Secret Wars, if I'm no, not mistaken. Right. That, that led into... There was, a, like, a tie-in for Secret Wars. The, the Ultimate... The Ultimate Universe comic books didn't end before Secret Wars? I don't think so. Because there was Ultimate End 
Right. That was a Secret Wars tie-in. Oh, oh no, A-Force was 2015. So Secret Wars was 2015. Right. When was Ultimatum? Ultimatum was like 2012. That's a pretty long lead-in. Three years. No, I guess guess you're right. I guess you're right. There was another one that was the end of... Ultimatum wasn't the end, I don't think, of... The Ultimate Universe. Okay, so I, I must just be thinking about I must be confusing or putting Ultimatum and Ultimate End together. Ultimatum, then. I think, was like the third Avenge Ultimates like series. Got you. Yeah, that was 2009. So then... So then when you get to Ultimate End, all those characters have been dead for all that time? Because a lot of people die in Ultimate in Ultimatum. R.I.P. Like if I don't if I'm remembering right, I'd like I think like didn't like Invisible Woman die and Doctor Strange die and all those people I like, was never an ultimate dude, so Oh, I think all those people died, so I'm like, man, like all those comics were going on, but I guess maybe there was no Doctor Strange. There was no Doctor Strange comic, right? And I guess there was no. The other thing too that Ultimatum does, which if if I'm not mistaken, is um, that's where you find out that mutants in the Ultimate Universe are man-made. So it's like a thing that's where it's like you know, huh? There's no X-Gene in the Ultimate Universe? Well, I mean, they called it the X-Gene at first, I think, still. But ultimately, it wasn't a mutation. It was genetic manipulation. Oh, by who? Now, now you ask me the hard questions, Jay. Who? who China? Who was it genetically... Ultimate Mr. Sinister? <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. I could try to look it up real quick. I don't remember who genetically, like, who made mutants in the Ultimate Universe. Apocalypse. Apocalypse ate a bat once. (laughs) And that kicked everything off. (laughs) X-Virus. Oh, jeez, man. That might not be that far off, at least. Because wasn't the Legacy Virus one of them? Was one of what? One of them made the legacy virus or was that just naturally occurring well the the legacy virus was in the 616 was was it was unleashed by strife and i think it was i think it was created um i don't know if it was created by him but it might it, i'm pretty sure he brought it from the future like it was engineered in the future or something like yeah. that All That's this talk it, makes me glad I don't fuck with Marvel too much. What? Listen, yeah. Listen. Yeah. Don't, don't let my while mis- he's waiting to talk about Doomsday Clock. Don't. don't <laughs> right. Don't. Don't let Tomorrow my morning. poorly my poorly remembered <laughs> recollection of stories from a decade ago turn you off to these to these stories because they're they're good stories. 
Hey, it, it ain't you, man. I was already turned off. No, it's you him. Should Lawrence should can't. already know that Larry doesn't explain it, right? Yeah, he can't explain something <laughs> he saw yesterday. How's he going to explain that, shit from 10 years ago? That's the Larry virus. Not explaining it right. So, speaking of Doom. Say it again. So, speaking of Doom, we should get into Doom Annihilation. Lawrence, why don't you tell us about this movie? (laughs) (laughs) It's the movie with the rock in it, right? No, it's not. No, you're thinking of Doom. Okay. Okay. So, Doom Annihilation is a movie um, about, like, based on the Doom video game, about a group of people who go to a scientific colony on the the moon uh, of one of Mars's moons. And... Um, in in the story, they're trying to basically come up with a way to teleport people and in true Doom fashion, inadvertently open up a gateway to another realm that very well may be hell. Um, it, 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 the story basically surrounds a group of space marines who are, who are going to the scientific outpost to be the security detail there and when they arrive um, things have gone poorly and they basically walk into uh, what what I guess is best described as a uh, a space uh, a space station um, that that has been possessed by foul denizens um, but yeah they they basically yeah. they basically get there and hilarity ensues so h- how was this for you? Um, you know, like knowing what I know about Doom and knowing, um, like, first of all, I don't know why, because, um, you all said watch Doom Annihilation and I don't know why my mind immediately went to the idea that this was like some sort of comic book movie like i was literally thinking like oh we're watching like i didn't think dr doom i thought it was like a legion of doom type thing i was thinking i was going to be watching like a warner brothers joint (laughs) and so when i realized what it was that i actually was going to be watching i was disappointed because i was like oh but i was like okay well that's fair because when i saw the thing it's on netflix right yeah yeah it's on netflix when I saw like the little thing come up, I was like, oh, okay, well, it looks like it's going to be animated. And then I hit play, and I was like, oh, this joint's live action. And I was like, oh. Like, I was like, let me like strap in here, because I've never heard of this movie. 
At least I don't remember hearing about it. I don't know if we talked about it or not, but I don't remember hearing about it. When it was announced, we I think we did a news story. Okay. I don't know how long ago that was, but I didn't remember. And so I'm sitting and here. And like, when oh. it came out, it was under the radar. Okay. I was sitting here thinking to myself, like, this is about to be. Not only will this be a bad movie, but it's going to be maybe just scary enough for me to like actually like be scared and it's going to be terrible so i would be able to come away from it like oh like at least it was good even though i got like scared but uh i can say that it it had a couple of like a little a moment here or there maybe where it was like a little tense but overall, it wasn't that scary. And I felt like the movie was actually pretty good. Like, the story... <laughs> look, no, the story the story was much better than I thought it was going to be. I was like, oh, sh- uh, like, Larry. You, 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 look, you, you didn't think it was a, a decent story? Now, don't get me wrong now. I'm not saying it's Doom. That's a different conversation. No, Larry. But... It was like, especially considering that, like, the the comparison I have is the major motion picture Doom, and I I personally thought this was better. So you've never seen like Event Horizon or Pandorum? What does it have to do with Doom? or The Void? Because th- this movie is just a, a gobbledygook script of just basically Evil Dead. Listen. Why, like, why are you asking me? Like, you're talking to me like I said this was better than Event Horizon. I didn't say that. I, I, I don't know. Like, it's, it's just. I, trying I didn't to say that. that. I said, I said this was a much better movie than I anticipated it being, considering it was a movie based on a video game that I had never heard of. The movie, not the game. I, I know Doom the game, but like. Think about this. Like, I enjoyed this movie more than I enjoyed the major motion picture version with the rock in it. Which is crazy. Well, that was a bad movie. Well, but that's the point, though. Is like, that movie had a budget way bigger than this one. And you can tell that by looking at the movie. However, the story, in my opinion, was way more solid in this than in that movie. And that's yeah, the bar that I'm it was every at. other movie. Not every other movie, but, you know, I, I feel where you're coming from to a degree. I mean, if you're saying, like, okay, it's a low bar, I'll give you that. At the same time, I'll say I'm comparing apples to apples. I'm comparing a Doom movie to a Doom movie, right? You never saw Ghosts of Mars? What does that have to do with Doom? God, that movie sucked ass. That was better that than... That movie so much shit. Oh, I actually, fuck. I, I actually did see Ghosts of Mars. Garbage and and Ghost like, of Mars is, is definitely a worse movie than this one. I don't like. I don't know. I don't like. They say it was John Carpenter, but I have trouble believing that. You could tell it's John Carpenter because of the music. Yeah, but the story was not there. Like, yeah, well, because it's not. It's, it's just. It's just a. I don't know. It, it's you know. You guys go ahead. I'm. I'm. I hated that movie. 
That I'm, movie I'm, was terrible. See, look, even Hey Jude and Chad agrees with me on this movie. Look, it, we never see, agree on movies. Like hey, hey, hey Jude said, it distanced themselves from the film. Uh, he says, "What is better? What what is a better film? Michael Bay Transformers or Doom Annihilation? Doom Annihilation by far. It has a plot. <laughs> it's like Michael Bay Transformers movies don't have plots. Yeah, but they have MacGuffins. At least the mercenary people look like they're actual mercenaries and not like uh, uh, under armored paintball people. I like muffins. Who? Now wait, when you say who are the mercenary people? Like the the soldier people, like well, that's not the same thing, right? Well, you know, like I'm, I'm talking about the armored killing people, the the generic group of people that go into the situation and fight shit. Well, but I'm just saying, if you're talking about a mercenary, they should have a different look than a soldier. Not necessarily. Don't get wrong, a soldier no. could become a mercenary. No, not on our budget. The mercenaries will have better. What? Yeah, because mercenaries make more money than a soldier. Yeah. Well, they make more money than what the government gives soldiers for equipment and shit. We know mercenaries make more money, but what I'm saying to you is, like, they got better gear. If you have a character and you're like, oh, the character's a mercenary versus a character's a soldier, they're not going to look the same. So what the fuck were these in in Doom Annihilation? They were soldiers. All right. Well, how I know Doom. The guys don't look. The guy that's shooting the guns don't look like that guy, like those guys and that lady. Well, I mean, I'll give you that in the sense that the 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 Doom guy, which the Doom guy doesn't have a name either, right? Hey, I forget what? right now, but I remember he had a name. Oh, is it Blaskowitz? No, it's not Blaskowitz. That's from what you call it, right? From the other one, Nukem. No, Duke Nukem is Duke Nukem. What's Blaskowitz? That's Quake. not from. Isn't that Quake? Oh, maybe it's Quake. No, I don't remember. Somebody Quake. in chat's got to know. I know he had a name. Quake. I just forget it. Quake was just Ranger. In Doom One, the guy had no name. Like okay. if he had, a, if he had the name, it was something they came up with later. They called him Doom Guy in the first one. Well, I I don't know if I guess not in the game. I think that's just what people call him because yeah, they, he didn't have a name. Hey, hey, Jude in chat says, at Mary Young, the Rock Doom movie was better. At Mary Young, your movie taste sucks. I disagree with you 100%, Jude. Um, the, uh, rock movie, the Rock the, movie was terrible. Huh? The Rock movie was terrible. That was no, like a really, it, really shit movie. It's a really, really what? Really shit movie. No, it's it's bad. It is bad. And it's like, and don't get me wrong, it's like, Here's the thing. Like, for the amount of money that that movie got as a budget, it should have been way better. And it's not. It's well, not even it's not I don't I don't think it's better at all. I think I don't think it's the worst movie I've ever seen or anything like that. I think that this movie is a better movie by a little bit just because I feel like the characters are all a little bit more grounded, which is which is crazy because that movie has, of course, The Rock, which I enjoy watching, and it also has a what you call it in it, right? What's old boy's name? He's a good actor. Um, damn it, who's the who's the star of that joint? The one The Rock fights of the the Doom. Damn it, he's a good actor. I can't. 
He was I, the the bad guy in the Hulk movie too, right? Uh, the blonde yes, Carl guy. Urban. That's not the villain. Carl Urban becomes Doom the, guy. No one said he's the villain, Oz. He's the no. guy that fights the Rock. The Rock is the villain. I know, I'm used to The Rock being the hero of the story. I forgot well, that he's not... if you don't not... know the movie, then be I know the movie. I'm telling you what... I... Man, you need to you stop. You don't know the movie. Yes, I do. I forgot Look, I forgot that he goes evil. I'm so used to him being the hero that I forget that 30 years ago he played the villain once. Okay, fine. Twice. He was the Scorpion King. The no, Rock but he, re- he redeems himself. Multiple times. He wasn't really the villain in that. He was more like a puppet. All I'm hearing is that you people forget The Rock was part of the corporation, man. <laughs> Listen, Don't talk I, shit I about the corporation. Multiple times. Hey Jude, help us out. Wolf, Wolfenstein is BJ Blazkowicz. Thank you for that, hey Jude. Even though you're wrong about this movie. So listen, the like think about this. There, nobody in this Doom movie, in this one that we're talking about uh, uh, today, has any has any like name. There's no stars in it, as far as I know. I didn't recognize anybody. The Doom movie with the budget had. The Rock and Carl Urban. And random blonde guy that I see in a ton of movies. Who's that guy standing next to The Rock? I don't know. You, you've you seen him in movies. Now I'm I gotta not saying up. I have it, but that, I don't know. He's technically... He, I'm te- oh, my God. Not, you're going to make me look up this fucking movie. I'm not, not going to make you do anything. I think you are. <laughs> like, no, no one asked you Lock, to look back there. Lockdown turned up in chat says, let Larry explain why it's good. Well, he can't. The, no, no. I can explain why the movie is good. Now, don't get me wrong. It's not a good. It's not a good Doom movie. And and, and maybe that's where Hey Jude, like, if he's like, oh, the 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 Rock movie is closer to what Doom actually is. I guess you can make that argument, even though I think that's wrong too. Well, they have an actual sure, first person sequence in that that's movie too. Not a good, you can't make that argument because it's not true. Like, right. Well, that's even further from Doom than what Doom Annihilation is. I, I agree. And I, I think I think that's the case, too. But I know that the, the Doom movie has a first-person sequence, Oz, but you didn't see Doom Annihilation. Like, there's plenty of first-person sequences in it as well. And that are, like, integrated into the film in a way that makes sense. As opposed and to just... They have a hood. Right. As opposed to one random place where it's like why like why is this happening like this it looks weird because the whole movie shifts and it's, it basically turns what was a movie into a video game for like 90 seconds for no good reason just as fan service i guess which okay but there's ways you could do that that would make it more palatable and make more sense like like how they did in this basically and so the storyline is closer to Doom, even though it's not quite there either. Like, there's a whole thing where you have people, like the inhabitants of the station, that are kind of doing, like, a zombie kind of thing that is not... Like, I don't know why they decided to do that. I don't... Like, it didn't feel necessary, but... Hey, that's what they, that's what they chose. Especially considering that, you know, there's all these amazing, like... There are all these amazing Doom enemies that you could have chosen from to like 
emulate. Now, keeping in mind, they have budget constraints. So you can't, and I can totally get the idea of, of you saying like, hey, we don't have the budget to do that, so let's not try because we're going to fail at it. I can see that, and I can totally understand it, but then, like, I guess what I'm saying is between the, the makeup budget for all these people that they made into zombies, you probably could have, like, spent that on, like, two or three, like, decent, like, Doom enemies and figured out a way to, like, reuse it, and it might have worked out better. Uh, but I, for me, I, I thought the story was the thing, like, the story and the, the acting in it wasn't bad. Like, you know, you had characters that act in particular ways, and it's like, you know, you maybe make, make a... Uh, uh, you might make a comment here or there where, like, hey, if somebody's, like, say, a Marine, maybe they don't act like this. And that could be so. I, you know, I could, I could totally entertain that argument, too. However... They're, they're not, like, full Marine like that. They're, like, Space Force, right? I mean, as far as I know, they're Space Marines. Like, yeah. they're, they're not, like, I don't, the way that the story goes, that doesn't make any distinction between them as part of a military force versus other people. Like, they're not, like, rent-a-cops, or they're not, you know, they're, they're a part of a military force. So, and I feel like, I mean, Everybody in there acts like that, except for like maybe like one guy, you know, because he's always scared of everything. I don't know. Like, like, okay. I don't understand like how to do like. Don't get me wrong; it's a scary situation, but supposedly, you know, you train for that, right? No, you don't. You don't train to fight demons. I can, <laughs> I can attest to that personally. But you weren't a marine. I knew marines. They told me like we're not trained to fight demons. <laughs> that's fair that's fair so you know i i personally felt like i i walked into this joint thinking it was basically gonna be like a train wreck and you know i can i can honestly say i was like this is this is not a bad movie I don't know if I could go so far as to say, like, you know, hey, it's a, I can't say it's a great film that you have to see, but I can say it's like, hey, if you like Doom and you're like, I'm looking for something that might scratch a little bit of a, of a Doom itch. Well, no, maybe not that either. <laughs> like, like may, maybe if you're looking for, a little bit of sci, a little bit of sci-fi, you know. And you're like, I watched everything else on Netflix. I wouldn't say, I would say, you know, try that, try that. I, why, like, why did you dislike it so much, Mo? Well, I disliked it because I wasn't watching it with somebody. I was watching it by myself. Like, if you're oh, watching it with a group of people that know Doom, or even know horror movies, like, it's gonna be a fun experience. I give it a four. Even though it's bad, because you know, at, at some level, what or, theater do you think I watched it in? I mean, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> We're not talking about you, Lawrence. Talking yeah, about me. Like, got you, got so, you. It, it's kind of, and you know, the Lovecraftian shit too. Like that's tight. 
Like I always yeah. like that, you know. But I see it everywhere. Like that's the most common one to do is the the portal into the upside down or whatever, or the mm-hmm. city of the dead or yeah. Shubnigurath or whatever. Right. So with the predated like, language. I mean, yeah, like you do. Uh, Was it between the Evil Dead stuff, the Void, uh, Stranger Things, uh, Event Horizon, Pandorum? Like that's kind of the similar one. So it's like for Doom, if you're going to do that, because that's kind of the story in Doom to a certain degree too, and Quake. It's like, if you're going to do that, then it's like, at least make it look good. And this shit looks like, there's literally a scene where, because they did it in two shots, but I they didn't, there was supposed to be a single shot. And they're like, okay, I guess I didn't like how he said the end of that sentence. So they splice it like right in the middle of the sentence. And right when he's showing that like technology card thing that I don't know what, what it does, mm-hmm. like he pulls it out of his pocket and then it like jumps to like in front of him mid sentence, <laughs> like one front to the other. And, and then they, they saw that it was like that. And then they still like try to blur it down to give it some motion and it's like, this is a ruined shot. This guy's not doing Shakespeare or anything. Like, he's not going to win a Golden Globe for this. Like, just why would you edit that? That's a waste of time. Like, that's money you could have put on making the hallways not look like cardboard. You know? I mean, it's, or the it's guns. definitely the guns, low the budget. The guns look like those, blo- those blocks you use for yoga. Like, it's that compressed neoprene or some bullshit. See, but it's a future gun. Uh, what like future guns didn't look like that in Alien? Well, but Alien looks like a real gun. It doesn't look like the future right. gun. It, and it you just know looks what? like, but it doesn't like a regular gun. But it's still not a regular gun. Like they made it look good, and it, it's like part of it. It looks like, like a like, Rob Liefeld drawing. Like, I understand if you're gonna be cheap, at least darken the shit up so that you can't see it as much. This shit's all bright. Like it only looks and feels like Doom. Till minute, uh, an hour and twenty four minutes in. Yeah, so it's like uh, from from that point to the end, I'm like, man, this movie's awesome. But it's like it's only ten minutes of the movie. <laughs> like, so it's like, yeah, everything else looked terrible. Like, oh, you have this plasma gun. Let's keep it behind glass. Like, like how are you gonna put something safe out of reach in glass? That gets broken by a neoprene gun. Like it's just dumb, and it's like, it's, it, you know, uh, when I'm watching it by myself to make a critical analysis of it, it's insulting to my intelligence. If I'm watching it with my friends or, or with Emily or whatever, it's like, oh, we can just talk shit about how bad it is, and it, that makes it worth it. Yeah, you know? and that's the case with a lot of horror movies. I'm not gonna say what? like, there's, yeah. and it, you know what? There's actually a lot worse than this. Oh, by far, but, because so I'm like I'm not even saying that, but it's like, oh, uh, like, like what so I say to you is this: terrible. so far, all you've talked about is like set design. What right. you didn't talk about was the story or the acting. Right. No, the acting was was adequate. The story, uh, again, it's like I've seen the story everywhere. Like, yeah, better, done better. I, where they had even when they had shitty, um shitty uh uh money like sh- budget you know like i've seen it done better with crappier um b- budget than this i mean if, i if that's the case you should say what those movies are because all the movies you named are basically like either top well, first of all tell me what the budget classics is, what's the budget for this 
Oh, dude. Look, I, cult, cult classics are cult classics because they didn't have the budget and they still succeeded. Yeah, but, I mean, listen. Like, Event Horizon had a much bigger budget than, like, this. Right. So, I don't, I don't know what the budget is for Doom Annihilation. I can see if they'll tell us, but I don't think... Like, I, I'd be shocked to find out that anybody has done that much research <laughs> on, on Doom Annihilation's budget. Who knows, though? Maybe, maybe they're like, no, nah, man, like, we, we're proud of what, we, of what we did with our budget. <laughs> I mean, the other movie we were supposed to watch today is even less budget. And don't get me wrong, I'm not going to say it's good either. Like, spoiler, but... But yeah, let's see what's Doom Annihilation budget. Hey Jude knows movies. Like he should know what the budget is. <laughs> no. Like I know he's not gonna say he's not gonna say a good number. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I mean I, I I can't even find it. Yeah. I mean, what what makes you all feel like we could find that? Like, because they usually list it in like IMDb and all that. Dude, Doom Annihilation doesn't have no IMDb. It, oh, it's got an IMDb. Oh my God, are you serious? Everything has an IMDb. So, lockdown turned up. Said what well, he said earlier. Let Larry explain why it's good. And then he says, "LOL, Joe." Then he goes, "I'm in." After something Larry said. And then I said, "Cardboard walkways." Goes, Cardboard walkways. I'm out. I don't think it looks like cardboard. Well, because you can't I'm see. Not, I'm not the best judge. Yeah. Like, I remember I complained about that too with Agents of Shield the first season, and then this was even worse. Listen, okay. Uh, what what I'll say to you is this: is what would you prefer? A, a a movie with amazing sets with a terrible story and shit acting or would you prefer a movie with a good story and good acting with terrible sets well yeah i mean i look ultimately story is is it okay but, so but, tell me why the story is the bad. thing is this is the story is not that good it's it's just redundant and it, it's well, it's well, it's it but it's telling the doom story again like and it's, it's not the Doom story, which the Doom story predates a but, lot of the things you talked about. It, but it doesn't. It only tells the Doom story from ten minutes on. No, no, that's like the Doom. The doom, that's, the doom, the doom, that's, the doom that's the Doom atmosphere. Doom, that's not the same so, as the story. No, no, no. But the story, like, okay, so in Doom, how how often are you going down a, a cardboard card uh, hallway? Look, I, I feel like about ninety five percent of the game cardboard hallway, and then the last like ten percent, last five percent. Nah, You're I don't in. Know. I don't, no, no, I'm joking. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> like that's the that's the little scroll is all that technical, and then you jumped into the action, and you're killing shit all the way through, finding the way through the mazes, finding items to unlock the doors. Like I feel like I only got that in the last ten minutes of this movie, and again, I'm not even like I I'll give it a three and a half four. Like, why are you giving it a three and a half four? Because it's still a jo- enjoyable experience for that, but I'm not gonna say it's good. Like, <laughs> Wait a minute, you're it's a, like you're a B movie. Like you watch B movies to to clown on them. Like, and it's a fun experience to clown on them. You know, I, I wish I would have watched it with more people, but you know, I watched it by myself with my index cards. Okay, what do you think, Che? 
I like this movie. I liked it a lot. I thought it was really fun. A fun watch. And what did you like about it? Um, you know, it's a decent story. Adequate effects. Um, and I just say that as someone that watches a shit ton of movies, like, the effects are good compared to a lot of the shit I watch. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> Yeah. Like, I, I watch a lot of horror movies, so I watch yeah. a lot of low-budget horror movies. Like, Crime is chock full of them. And, yeah, they're, a lot of them are much, much worse than what we got here. And, yeah, like, I thought the acting was adequate. Like, there was nothing really bad about it. It was just a decent story that's kind of fun. Like, are there stories that are better? Yes. Are there video game adaptations that are better? Sure. But it's a fun movie. Like, I enjoy it. Like, it's it's interesting, because I'm just thinking about this in relation to, like, I'm just saying, if you're a fan of Doom, and you're like, they're making a movie. Like, this is a better movie for you, because it's closer to the storyline of Doom than the other movie, I would think. Because, were there, were, were there any monsters in the in the other Doom? The Rock turns into, no. like, a monster thing, right? Or no? He just gets all, like, hopped up on steroids? Right. Okay, so yeah, so there's like, there's literally no monsters in that Doom movie, right? I never saw it. Right. You He's never seen that Doom up on movie? And like... No, why would I? It's not like the game. Wait, so wait, did, wasn't there a guy that turns into? Wasn't there a guy in a wheelchair? Or is that a different movie? That's Transformers. <laughs> no. You're thinking of. Uh... Avatar. No, I'm definitely not thinking right. of Avatar. <laughs> you know what? There might have been monsters in that one, but they did, they were pretty much human. Like in, in Doom? Yeah. Like I don't uh, remember the monsters that well. I know that the rock didn't turn into anything. He was just stronger. No, there, there, there was literally like one, because there's like a monster on wheels. I know, I know what you're talking about. I'll post it in chat. Yeah. So there's like one mon, like a guy that was in a wheelchair in that Doom movie that turns into a monster. Yeah, there it is. I was put it in chat. So that's, I think that's the only monster, the only actual monster in in that Doom movie. But that is a like one monster from from Doom, like from actual Doom, if I'm not mistaken. So they did that, but I guess that's where they blew their budget because they're like, "We did that. We can't do any more monsters." This movie does more monsters, but not many. <laughs> and which Power Ranger villains. I mean, sure, but I mean, are you you're seeing this thing of the rock, right? Like, yeah. I mean, I'm okay. not saying that's good either. Like, I'm not saying, oh, I like well, that one better. Like, well, make, but I never seen it, so I don't. But, give a right, but but what I'm saying to you is, this is what they decided to go with, 
in that movie, and that movie probably had like ten times the budget. Again, this movie is a fun movie, but it's just bad. Like, I'm not gonna to say the story is like, oh man, I'm glad it did it like this. Like, I didn't yeah. feel that. Yeah, I could hear that. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's that's where all this started from. <laughs> like, it, the effects are bad, but effects in a bad in a horror movie, like, even if they're bad, like the movie could survive if it's a fun experience to watch. Like, that's just the thing yeah. with horror movies, and that's how this was too. I just, you know. Part of that fun comes from being around people. Now, I don't understand what made them decide to do the whole like kind of like zombie outbreak kind of thing. That was the disapp- huh? I think it's kind of like a video game thing. Like that's your little grunt, and then you get the the you know more more harder harder enemies, and then you get the boss. You know, but but those could have just been demons. Yeah, but they don't have the budget to make smaller demons. Like you saw how they tried to do the other ones. Like well, they couldn't make them big. Like you can do a demon in a human size. It won't look good. That shit don't look good. Why? Like I mean, the zombies looked fine. They didn't look yeah, great. Yeah, they were zombies. Like that's that's why they look fine because they didn't have to shrink them or make them different sizes. They, that's their no, human but, monster. Wait, why do you have to shrink them? Like why can't they be human well, size demons? Uh, like it, it's kind of like uh, the proportions. Like to make them scary and menacing if the proportions don't look good they're not gonna they're not it's not gonna do the the job like it's gonna look stupid so they gotta be big demons to be scary yeah yeah see i don't think so well you don't even like horror like you don't know what it you know you don't know what it listen i played a doom game so what so the be like you know look look at halo like what what does halo have to do with doom because that has the this movie, like that's how it went. You have the 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 grunts and the brutes and the elite, like, and that's that's why 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 are you talking to, about Halo characters? I'm when just do, Doom what, is his own video game, asking. you know. Right, Look, I know these people don't know. <laughs> I know, but it's like <laughs> what? Let's look at these shooters to get a, a, a sense of how to make this movie. And it's like, oh, okay, they start off with a, a smaller threat that's closer in size to them, and then they move up, and that's what they did. But I guess what I'm Honestly saying enough, is that's not what Halo does. All right. Like like Doom I guess the has and the blue are the same size. Like Doom has those guys, like those guys that are like they're human sized guys. Yeah. And and they have like little spikes on them. Yeah. Like it doesn't take that much more makeup to make them like that. Like those could have been, like instead of all Again, those, pe- it's budget. It's like you're gonna do all that extra shit, or we can just make them zombies. What's cheaper? I, see, but I and don't get me wrong. I guess I guess technically it would have to be a little bit more. Well, just on glue, that's money. It, like and it has to be a little booster. bit more, a little bit more money, just because you can't have them in in human clothes. Then you got to pay somebody to do that to create that prosthetic and then you got to create somebody to put it on and somebody to paint it well you're already paying the guy that comes up with the demons yeah but they, that's not that's not the same the guy that comes up with the demons isn't the guy that actually makes them physically like there's unions to this shit like you can't you don't you just work like if you're, I'm a designer I think it up that's my job I don't make it right I, and that's what I'm talking about like the same person that designed the demons yeah 
can, those those characters are called imps. I didn't know what they were called, but they're called imps. Like you can you can make people look like an imp. Again, it is going to cost it's going to cost them more to make it look like an imp than just make a generic zombie. Yeah, I don't know. I I would have totally like cut down on the number of zombies and put in a few imps instead. So down to like one? No, you don't have to do one. You can do I'm like in a total. Oh, you can't just put spikes on a dude. That's like a full body suit you'd have to Yeah. I'm yeah, not that, saying that's expensive. Just, I I'm not saying it's cheap. I'm just saying that you still you got to pay for something either way. So why not pay for something that's more like the game versus something well, that's you, not? Because you're paying more. You're pay more. Like it's not about paying or not paying. It's about how much you're paying. I'm sure they would love how to have an imp. I'm pretty sure they couldn't yeah. afford it. If you donate I mean, your it, time, it'll be more it? expensive if you do it like in a CGI thing. I think if you do it practical, which is what they did with the zombies, right? It but then probably you could have been done. Out, you still have to take it out insurance on the person working on it. You still got to pay their unemployment. You still got to pay their, make sure they take their breaks and everything. <laughs> Jay's laughing at you. Yeah. yeah, like a zombie, like you really only make up the, the head and maybe the hands. And everything else right. is and just dirty ass clothes. services to have enough food for them too. I, listen, all I'm saying is, technically speaking, you could do it in such a way where you could have multiple imps, but it only be one guy. And you got to remember to make the the prosthetics look good. It's going to be even more expensive. And an imp is a full body pr- prosthetic. You're you're talking well, about? Uh, yeah. No, I'm getting. Well, I'm getting. Wait, 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 wait. You said multiple multiple imps with one guy. So you're right. looking at CGI. No, which would no, cost an additional. Well, like, it can be one guy at a time, but it's still the same guy. Just like, make the, just pay that guy an extra eight hours three times for makeup to do the eight hour makeup as opposed to the four hour for these two guys they were probably already the same guy they just have to pay as much <laughs> the, for the makeup the zombies are definitely not the same guy because a lot of the zombies come out at once Well, how, yeah, how, how many came out at once like 30 no 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 it's like I mean it's, it's probably like there, there might have been maybe what throughout that whole movie maybe they're like four people yeah. maybe five but what I'm saying is, technically, you could do one guy. Yeah. See, that, that picture you just put in chat, that's supposed to be the, the one demon that was inside, right? Or is that a different one? I thought those I, were the imps you guys were talking about. That's not in about. the movie at all. That, what do you mean that's not in the movie at all? Is that in the movie? That's the last scene. Oh. See, you didn't even watch this movie. Is that what that's supposed to be? I don't. I, I don't feel like. Did did that scene actually happen where they run out of there? I mean, yeah, the, there it is the with the actress. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, that that happens real quick. Yeah, you didn't like. I, I'm over here judging the stuff I see, and like you didn't even see it. No, I saw it. Like, no wonder there's a disconnect. Man, that actress looks there's weird. No dis- with- there's no disconnect. Those those actually those look closer to the imps. That's what I thought they were. Right, but the ones inside were that too, right? No. What were they? They weren't those. 
I think it was those. It's supposed to be those. It's just they decided to do a bunch at once and make them CGI. No, it's not even the same thing. I don't know. I think it was. What do you say, Jay? Are those what? Are no, those the zombies? The same thing. No. Yeah. See, that's a completely different thing, Mo. Wait, I'm gonna look it up. Cause... Those look in chat. There's a picture right in chat. But, no, uh, I was... of the, of the, I'm talking about the ones that were throughout the movie. Like they fought the zombies. You know, the smaller guys, then the bigger You're guys. Talking about the fireballs. Oh. No, no. The other ones, no, those are different from those, too. Let's see. Oh, I see what you're talking about. The guy that looks like uh, Bloodshot. He doesn't look like Bloodshot. No. He's the one on the cover. He looks like Bloodshot when he's doing that fireball Hadouken. Because he has a red spot on his chest. So that guy throwing the fireball is not the same as those running guys. I don't think so. They're not. He's he's like a minor boss battle, right? Yeah, those are different things. I well, we'll never know. What What do you mean we'll never know? We're, we're looking at, I think I we're think that that pictures. They're different. <laughs> That thing throwing the fireball is supposed to be that the same as that. It's just they switch from practical to CGI. That's hilarious. But they don't look the same. Like there's nothing about them. Like they're not the same color. They don't have the same shape head. These things aren't throwing fireballs. Like the face, the mouth, like nothing nothing about them are, are alike. So why would they be the same thing? Like what? What? Like why is it the same thing, Mo? I just thought it was. Okay, well I'm just saying, man. Listen, look. If I can see they're different, you should be able to see they're different. That actress looks weird with straight hair. It's always jarring to me. <laughs> she was actually really good. I was shocked because <laughs> no, I know she's a good actress. I've seen her do stuff, but. Oh, what she? What has she been in? She was uh, in Once Upon a Time. Really, Mer- Marie- Meridia, Merida. I don't forget how to pronounce it. No, she she was good. I think she's been in a bunch of other stuff that nobody's watched too. Listen, this honestly, a good majority of this cast. I was like, I don't know who these people are, but. They're actually kind of pulling this off, which is crazy because I've seen more talented, supposedly more talented actors, you know, definitely not stick the landing with with material just as bad, if not worse. Yeah, well, I think I think she's probably the biggest actor in this thing, and I've only seen like one thing she's been in. She's done an episode of Torchwood. I know what that is, but never saw it. Oh, Torchwood's good. Yeah, she's got a lot of. Oh, she was on Being Human. I don't think I saw that. Episode of Miracle Day. That was Torchwood, right? I don't remember the titles. Yeah, so she's been in a lot of stuff that no one's heard of. Well, I haven't heard of. I'm sure these are all like chick flicky types. 
So she can act. At least enough yeah. to keep getting work in TV. This isn't yeah. going to do much for her movie career, though. No, it's not. Oh, she's an outcast. Oh, but that's not the right outcast. Right? When in the plot, when they talk about her getting attacked by the thing with the fireball, they say an imp-like creature, demon. And then when she goes into the gate at the end, she says they say she's attacked by a nymph. So at the very least, it's imp-like. Okay. That's the official plot. Wait, she's... Yeah, Marie. Oh, so, that shit. So in the gate... <laughs> what did he say? He hated her. I hate right. that chick. For from what? Not the actress, the character she plays. Which one? Merida? Uh, from Brave. Oh. Yeah, she's like the most selfish, cuntiest of all the Disney princesses. Wait, in Brave like or Once, upon, once a time? upon a Time? Or do you not like her in Brave? In Brave. Okay. But those are different characters, right? Same source material, really. Although, yeah, I guess it would. Wait, was Brave Disney Disney Pixar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, they t- things get a little swapped around. Right, right. Most people don't realize that the stepsisters like cut off part of their feet to try to get into that slipper. That's wild. People should read the original Grimm uh, fairy tales, man. I don't think these are crazy. Yeah, yeah. they are. Who cares? You should. You love that kind of shit. I'm done caring, man. Caring about that shit just gives you more hajida and, and yeah. Yeah, but you're that. not watching the the new shit, so just read the the original Grim Fairy Tales, man. That's some crazy yeah, shit. If I'm not, yeah, but but then when I talk to people about it, they just look at me like I'm a fucking asshole for for liking original shit. You don't care if people don't look we, at you like you're an asshole. I've seen you actively try to get anyway? people. I've seen him no, actively try to get people to think comics? he's an asshole. <laughs> yeah, it's bad enough it's something else. Comics is one thing. <laughs> Any of you guys read the uh, fairy tale comics, the Grimm's fairy tale? Nah. I see those, man. I love the art so much. I always want to get one, but I don't. See, now that, Jay, you were, you and Mo were talking about that. Like, was that Monday? What? Grimm fairy tale? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I know you were trying to figure out who who put those out. I think those were Xenoscope comics. That's a Xenoscope. And I was listening, and I was like, Xenoscope. <laughs> she wants to be on the show. I agree. With your knowledge. Yeah. Yeah, but no, I want money, greedy bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Say it again, Jay. Should we get in the swamp thing? We should. Oh, do we need to rate this? I rated it already. Oh, yeah, you did. You said said three and a half, four, Moses. Uh, What about you, Jay? I'm going to say three and a half. Yeah, three and a half is exactly where it's supposed to be. So, yeah. It, like, listen. Well, for me, that the last ten minutes did it for me. That shit was tight. <laughs> like if that movie was a short, like The Witcher, um, short film, 
Mm-hmm. Like, that, that shit's a, a masterpiece. Wait, so you liked it? I'm no. confused. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's been talking so shit about it the whole time, and then we get to Mo, the rating, it's like, oh, that was the shit. Mo, Mo enjoyed the last 10 minutes more than Jay and I enjoyed the entire movie. Yeah. <laughs> but if you, get to, if you get to watch The Witcher on Prime, the short film, I think it's like two minutes. It's awesome. Wait, there's a, a Witcher short film? Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't see it. Because you don't have Prime like that. You're not a Prime you're not a real Prime user. I think Jay is. <laughs> I think I am. I watched the division. Yeah, you're Damn. a real user. Even I didn't watch the division. Yeah. I saw like the first one. How many were there? Um, I think just two. Oh, okay. I'm not too far behind then. What do you <laughs> What do you need to to be prime like that cube or spark or whatever? Yeah, the all spark. No, yes, you just sign up for Amazon Prime, and they have apps on almost everything. And that's and how an we all, got that's, and the all spark. That's how we get Rodimus. So Mo, tell us about uh, tell us about Swamp Thing. Uh, Swamp Thing. So this is one of these books that DC is going to release digital first. Like we're we're keeping the comic industry going, one app download at a time. They're giving you new shit while nobody's giving you nothing. And what they're giving you is just reprints of old shit that didn't cut that people couldn't buy. Like this Swamp Thing story is just a story that was in one of those Walmart giants, and they just took out the one story and put it on Comixology for ninety nine cents, and that's what you get. And it's basically Swamp Thing. It's a short story about Swamp Thing fighting, trying to stop these. Monsanto-like food uh, manufacturing area, and they they hire people, you know, mercenaries that look like they're paintballing to to hunt him down and paralyze him, and then get his energy and genetically kind of what the TV show was. Because part of this whole digital first thing is making things that feel like the TV stuff that you're never gonna get because something TV got canceled. But one the time that this came out was around that time. So, originally. Um, and yeah, so you get that story, and then at the end, it has a little horror twist type to it that made Joe laugh really hard. And yeah, so that, that's, that's what this is. And as far as a, as a Swamp Thing story, like for me, I don't like my art that clean for Swamp Thing, you know? And so it feels like regular mainstream comics instead of the horror stuff but it is good art albeit like it's it's really good even like and i was thinking while reading it like this is the shit they sold at walmart like they put a good artist in it mm-hmm. on it like why don't they do that for other books <laughs> you know yeah like mainstream books that you get more for but i guess the ability to just repackage it like this is one of those things that is worth Putting that good artist in, I guess. But yeah, as far as the something book for me, it was like I had already read it. Like I'm thinking I'm getting a new comic here on 
Thursday. The thing with these digital, they, they release them seven days a week. They release one each day. And that's, that's what I got that day. So I got Wait, it. They, they, re- they release a digital comic every day? I believe so, yeah. And it's it's a buck each, I think. But it's not like they're touting it as new stuff, but it's not new. So like me, I bought it twice technically. Once from Hecht and once from Comixology. Is it the whole thing? Like I thought there was another part to that in another giant. There was, but it's not that. They're probably gonna release that next week or something. It's kinda lame. Yeah. And it's just like, it's not even the giant, it's just the new story in that giant. Because, you know, everything else was like reprint stuff. And everything everything else in the giant is like an infomercial. Like, we'll give you a bit, but this is what it's coming out of. Go find this. Yeah. Which I'm okay with that. Yeah. But yeah. Someone that didn't read it uh, before, this was completely new to me. And... Yeah, I, I like the art, and the story I thought was cool. Like it, it seemed like the typical, a typical kind of swamp thing story. But I, I love the ending. Like I love the the little plot bank at the end, where Swamp Thing's friend tries to kill him, or like attacks him to become immortal. And then she ends up buried alive. I thought that was amazing. Like, I love that. That was so much fun for me. Lawrence? You know, I, I like the story as well. Um, I will say that, you know, for me, the... Like, the only negative about it was that, you know... Like, Swamp Thing felt, like, a little bit, like, a little bit, a little bit different. Like, a little bit, like, the characterization was a little off. But it's not, like, realistically, it's barely noticeable because Swamp Thing isn't, like, the the center of this story. He's almost, like, more of, like, a force of nature. Like, he's a thing that's happening to the other people in the story uh even though you know i mean it it, like mo had it right where it kind of centers around swamp thing um like basically kind of laying waste to a a monsanto type company but the story itself kind of focuses a little bit or or i guess it's just say it kind of bounces around to how what swamp thing is doing is affecting other people and so, you know, like the story itself is a good story. Wait, and is, I enjoyed it. Is this an Azarello story? No. Mm-mm. Okay, because the one from Walmart I'm seeing, it's Azarello and Capullo. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, there's one. That's the Halloween special, I think. Okay. All right, sorry. Go ahead. That's your cue, Lawrence. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yeah, I mean, all, all in all, I thought it was a, a a good Swamp Thing story. I especially liked 
like how it ended. Um, I felt like the the twist um, was, you know, pretty cool and a little dark, but in a good way. Yeah. It made yeah. me feel that, that Swamp Thing was kind of dumb. Swamp Thing himself was dumb? Yeah. Because it's like the trees would have talked to her, talked to him that she's like, hey, she's trying to, she's <laughs> trying to bury you, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> Is that how the trees talk? Yeah. Hey, job turkey. But, you know, that's also one of those things that it's used for convenience, you know, depending on the story. Yeah. So, I, I, you know, I, the way the story went, like, I wish if, if, it, if it was longer, maybe the whole dealing with those type of companies and, and shit like that was a little longer. I would probably enjoy it more, but it was just too short. Like, it felt like I was missing something. Got you. Got you. So, so what would you rate it, Mo? Me? I would do probably a three, three and a half. The art is good. Like, whether I like it for something or not, it, it doesn't matter. It's good. Period. So I can't complain that. The story itself is better than I would have thought for one of these mini-comics. Um, but yeah, it, and the fact that like people that aren't like Joe, for example, like him enjoying it, even though he, he hasn't read really Swamp Thing in the past like that, or the different types of Swamp Thing, uh, stories, like the fact that it could grab him like that is good, makes it a, it, a good book and it gets points in a sense because in this time that they choose to release it, like, yeah, they're releasing comics without shops getting money and, you know, out of solidarity and support, you know, whatever people have their thoughts on it. But when people that took a chance on this are more likely to buy, like, for example, the trade paperback Bad Seed. Like, every every shop I've gone to has it for, like, three bucks because it's not... It's great, but nobody really, like... That's not who you go to. It's like, oh, Alan Moore something, not Andy Diggle, you know? Mm-hmm. But they'll probably pick that up, and that's good for the shop in the long run, and good for Swamp Thing too, because it's it's their introduction, and the fact that they, it was good like that, I'm glad for. I just wish it was better. I would give it a four. I love the ending. That bitch got what was coming to her. <laughs> It reminds me of that episode of Lost, too. Where the spider bit the two new people, new cast members. Oh, yeah. And they buried them. And it, like, they did that just because people, the fans didn't like those characters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, I would give it a three and a half. So, uh, next we're talking about what? Infinity Train? Infinity Train. Damn. <laughs> I think I just want to, I think I just want to talk about Infinity Train. Sorry. We're talking about, uh, say that again. Like, 
Infinity Train is amazing. It, like, it is. I love Infinity Train. It is. But no, I'm so, wait, I meant to say Midnight Gospel. Right. Midnight Gospel. It's like a podcast set to animation. Like, if you like NPR and like the interviews they do on there, uh, <laughs> set to random animation that may or may not make sense, then <laughs> it, it's, yeah, it's just amazing. Like, mind-blowing. It's not for me. <laughs> it, it's not for me. But, yeah, definitely, if you like NPR, you will love, you will love Midnight Gospel. Well, look, speaking <laughs> as a person who does love NPR, <laughs> it's like, I, I'm not sure I got it. Well, it's kind of like NPR slash, like, Art Bell, like, coast to coast. Yeah. Because yeah. some of the concept, well, Larry, did you watch more than the first episode? No, I so only watched the first episode. You can't attest to that. Because it gets into, like, you know, transcending beyond space and time and shit. Like, the conversations and the concepts of that through, like, meditation and and shit. But it talks about that in the first episode a little bit, too. No, but not like... Not like, nah, not like it like, does from episode six on. Episode, episode one, definitely, like, I... I, you know, it's one of those things where it's like Jay says NPR, and in my mind, I think of it, it's way more like KPFK. You know, those like, things are the same to me. Oh, but they're not. <laughs> like they, they are not. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying one is better than the other. They're just different. You know, like I like both of them, but you know, there's a difference between one is the one that does the puzzles. NPR has puzzles. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's NPR that I'm thinking of. Oh, which but, one had the dude? Which one had the guy that was talking about how he killed his unborn daughter? I, uh, I don't, I don't know, Joe. I don't know which one. That sounds like an early Fantastic Four. <laughs> like what? What? When you say killing his unborn daughter, you're talking about like an abortion, or what are you talking about? Like I don't know sent like so many bad vibes her way that she died. I'm gonna say like, that his a... girlfriend miscarried because he was sending so many bad vi- vi- bad vibes toward it, sir. That she was stillborn. That's some coast to coast shit right that there. That show is exactly that's what I mean when I'm talking about. The Midnight Gospel is like that. It's like, it's like listening to that guy, except a little less entertaining. Like that guy's a little less entertaining because Midnight Gospel has like a back and forth, but it's that same thing. It's like that that conversation I don't want to be a part of. I mean, I c- I could take something from it, but I don't know that I necessarily want to be a part of it, even though I can take stuff from it. What were you going to say, Oz? I was trying to figure out what Joe was talking about. The guy killed his baby with bad vibes. 
Yeah, see, that sounds like a coast to coast conversation, not an NPR conversation. Right. Well, although I haven't heard, I haven't listened to NPR in like ten years, so I, I don't know. Honestly, it's like I don't. It's one of those situations where I'm not in control of the radio, and if this other station is like that too, then I could very easily confuse NPR with it. Because well, it, if you heard it, sound, it with, if you heard it with Larry, then. Chances are it was NPR. Right. I, I was like kind of sold. Lauren. I was kind of sold till Joe started talking about the killing the unborn baby with bad vibes. I, I mean, yeah, I but that's know. not that's not midnight gospel. Okay. No, but the conversation it reminds me of that. Okay. And for all the shit I'm talking, the midnight gospel is. It's amazing. Like, episode one <laughs> is the guy talking to Drew Pinsky, Dr. Drew Pinsky, about... Uh, they basically start off with the talking about the zombie apocalypse, but Drew doesn't want to talk about it because, you know, that's all that he's been dealing with lately. And he's like, can we just talk about something else? And they end up talking about drugs and how drugs are bad they're just bad for certain situations and uh the guy ends up talking about like how he he kind of overdosed uh just he wasn't paying attention and he overdosed and drew's like yeah see that's a bad situation like the drugs aren't bad but <laughs> you're using it in a bad situation and it's super interesting and they're fighting zombies and there's a pregnant woman, and she wants a water birth, and she's fighting the zombies, but she can still keep up with the conversation. Like, when they get distracted, she, like, gets them back on track. And at one point, he's carrying Dr. Drew and like, a baby carry thing because his legs are so short. And then they're, like, going, and they find a pool so the woman could give birth. And she's breastfeeding and shooting zombies. And they're still talking about, like, transcending and and uh, meditating and, like, all of this, like, stuff. It's, like, a surreal mix of zombie apocalypse and deep conversation. But if you actually... Oh, go ahead. It, it's kind of brilliant. Shit. And beautiful, even the animation is shit. <laughs> like, like surreal. You should also. It is. Like, I would definitely say you have to watch the first episode. Just, just like it's something you should do. Like whether you like the show or not, you should definitely just watch the first episode because it's an experience. Part of that zombie apocalypse, too, is kind of the... It goes into the way they talk about drugs and how they alter your mind and how you get paranoid from them, but you can choose to grow from that paranoia once you're not on it. Like, you learn from it. Like, the paranoia is actually you being more aware of the parts about you that you don't like. And... If you can actually like come down from that and handle that, you can actually learn from it and grow as a person. But then when you're watching the zombies, the zombies are just trying to kill. But when they actually become zombies, 
you see it through their eyes and it's like, you know what? We're free. We're free of the ego that holds us down and constraints us. And it's kind of like follows the whole, in that sense, the, the physical random shit kind of follows what they're talking about. But it's like sometimes, especially with the first episode, I watched the first episode a second time and it's like the first time around was like, well, yeah, that, that's, I kind of got that that's what it was, but the the second time around it's like it really coincided together like even the way that they fought the zombies and and what the cure was like the cure for the zombies was made in like a mall clinic like for the consumerism and the showing off of buying all this shit and and that's what made you the the good person the normal person not the sick person you know and so it's even the art expresses its own part so i, I guess i'm gonna watch the second season the second time i mean the first season the second time because, like, I noticed stuff about that later on, too, to to a degree. But it was, you know, it was, I was more into the conversations, you know? And, uh, and yeah, and towards the end, like, the one where it actually, the art, well, you Larry, you didn't even see it. But from episode six on, they start talking about more uh, deeper meditation and altering consciousness and things like that. And death life and death and it just those three episodes kind of go together and the last episode like i don't even want to talk about it like i talked about it on our rehearsal show quote unquote but it wasn't like do you guys have like a talking about it now um would be hard because i would really want people to experience this shit but it basically the 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 guy talks to death on the seventh episode and says, Oh, my, your friend was my parents. Cause you know, I lost both my parents and they get into it, into the conversation. And then she talks about the death industrial complex and how it's like taking the human experience out of dying, like mourning your parent, your, your loved ones, because it, 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 it's a business. And she goes into the history of how that business came about. And, you know, how it used to be before that. And then the next episode is like, he interviews his mom. Now his mom has been dead, but before she died, he interviewed her and did this. And they're basically, they're talking to her four years after they told her she had six months to live. And she's just like her mother and son talking about how just waiting for her to die while they're talking. And in the animation, it just goes through that, and there's a whole death and rebirth vibe, and their whole uh, metaphysical conversation, and and the 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 the, the Buddhism aspect or, or Zen aspect or Taoist aspect of it, and ha- she's kind of telling him in a podcast interview, albeit like it's okay, like this is the pain that we all have, but when your heart breaks, it's gonna hurt, like that bursting hurts. But you learn from that and you learn to accept things and live in the moment and all this shit. And while that's going, they're going on this evolutionary path that starts from when the main character is a baby. And it goes up until he becomes old, up until his mom dies. And then he gives birth and the, the interview keeps going where the baby is the mom's voice of the, on the interview. And it goes till he gets old and he's raising his own mom. And then he dies 
and then they both get reborn as star children as as cosmic beings and then they she gets sucked into the black hole and that's when they end the interview and the thing about the black hole it doesn't look like a just regular as black hole it looks like a all-consuming cloud that's dark but at the rim of it is an ouroboros which is a snake eating its own tail which is the motif of universal motif on every civilization that is about the futility of life but also the rebirth that it's just the next step to something and you know she's getting sucked in like that while he's crying and it's like at the other side of that wormhole is another opening that's creating a new universe a new version of her and it's like it's shit that i've thought about in my moments (laughs) when i'm high as fuck before uh after I close my eyes, but before I fall asleep, which is usually about a two minute mark. And I have all these thoughts in those two minutes and then I fall asleep. And it's like, I feel weird for thinking like that. And then this, they made a whole Netflix show about me, what I think in those moments between sleep and dream. And I'm like, fuck, this show is fucking amazing. See, I, you know, like, I guess the part that I'm confused by is. So it's a podcast. Yeah. And then they sent animation to it. Right. But then. In the podcast, the, the like the guest is playing like a role. It, it, they are and they're not. Because if you if you actually watch it, Larry, instead of just one episode. There's one episode where they actually wait, 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 wait. It. watching one episode is watching it, right? But you don't get a sense of what the podcast that podcast dynamic is. Well, but I mean, you get your your faulty sense that you have now. If if I watch an episode, that's still watching. I'm not I'm not trying to put. I'm not trying to say, oh, I know everything about Midnight Gospel. I'm trying to say I watched the first episode. And this is the impression I got, and so like uh, everything I said was true, but how can it be faulty if it's all true? No, sometimes the truth is wrong. No, the truth is the truth. Well, well, to tomato, tomato. You're just speaking your truth, man. You're not speaking yeah. truth, truth. I'm telling but, you, there's but, a there's an episode where he's talking to uh, I, th- I think it's Ram Das, which is uh one of these um, meditation gurus, and that's the weirdest episode because you only. The guy meditates in silence, so he only says like three sentences or something. <laughs> and so the guy just talking. Yeah. So he just says he just listens to, to Clancy. But then when he responds, he responds to Duncan, which is the guy's real name, Duncan Trussell. And and then he like they even animated the guy saying, Oh, I mean I mean Clancy, and then the character winks at the camera, you know? So it's like they're kind they're they're playing themselves and they all have their real names. Except for the mom. The mom, he named her. No, no, the mom has her real name, too. Um, but they're talking to Clancy, quote-unquote. But really, they're talking to Duncan. Like, Clancy and Duncan are the yeah. same. Like, even like, the family uh, dynamic, like, that he has with his family in the show is is similar to what he's, he's had with his family in real life. Yeah, Right. And, and I definitely get that. Like, say, for instance, like, Dr. Drew is the guest in the first episode or the, you know, and I get like Dr. Drew is simultaneously playing 
the president of the United States. Yeah. But uh, but also Dr. Drew. Right. And and it's like and you know and I could even get the idea that it's like okay like the pres a person that becomes the president of the United States could very well have been a doctor before they were president like that's like not now they could be a kindergarten graduate. <laughs> it's not Maybe. a far reach for someone to have be like a medical doctor and have be both have been a medical doctor and have been president of the United States and so it's like they're having this conversation about drugs and he's you know. Like invoking his actual knowledge as a medical doctor, at the same time, he's going through this zombie apocalypse, mm-hmm. and it's like interesting because I'm just kind of like, like I'm trying to figure out like how it works. Like, how do they know when to insert zombie apocalypse stuff? Because it doesn't feel like there's a script. No, there's definitely not a script. And they do add the zombie stuff. Well, I don't know about the zombie stuff, but later on, you could see like there's a like if like he was. I think he was. Who was he interviewing? I think he was interviewing one of these um, transcendental meditation um, teachers. Uh huh. And they're they're dealing with the stuff around, and then you could see that it's like, oh, like there's a situation where she has to scream, and it was like a different person screaming like a screaming voice or, or when they do a musical number like it's the singing voice is a different voice it's a musical number in some of these yeah there's a couple yeah that's <laughs> oh, so weird i love it i'm sold <laughs> it's oh yeah it's look, it's wild look the thing is if you they always say oh if you're thinking you know there's one of the things where it's like oh if you're expecting adult adventure time like this isn't for you. Like that was one of the news stories, and mm-hmm. to a certain degree, they're right. But to another, like some of those adventure times get a little deeper than you think right off the top of like at first glance. Like the the only thing of adventure time that didn't go deep was the first season, right? Because like, after that the... first season, it just keeps getting deeper and deeper. Yeah, and to me, it got like I stopped at season seven, episode one, where like he thinks he finds his dad. I'm I'm not watching from here on in. Like, fuck that. It gets crazy after that. I didn't see the whole season, but... Even how he goes to that one, like, space room where he talks to that one, like, half... Oh, Prismo? Yeah. Yeah. It's so fucking crazy. That's one of my favorite... um, I think it was a two-parter. Yeah, it was. I love that one. Yeah. Yeah, Prismo's great. Yeah. But anywho, yeah, and so yeah, all this to all this to say that I love Midnight Gospel, and I don't want any more seasons. Like I just wanted this this <laughs> eight episode run is 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 a masterpiece. Really? Yeah, I don't want no more. I don't want nothing else. Maybe some fan art, maybe some gender bending fan art, but or <laughs> fan art. But no, I don't want nothing. I don't want no more episodes. I want Duncan Trussell to stop doing podcasts. Like, that's <laughs> it. Okay. Well, there it is. Yeah. So, what would you rate it, Mo? Six. There it is. The six out of five. Like, especially, like, you know, and it's one thing where, like, I watched the first episode high, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is good. And then I watched the rest of it sober, and I was like, man, 
I tried watching the third episode high and I'm like, nah, my focus is shifting. Like I'm not, I was more able to pay attention to both aspects, the conversation and the animation and how to connect sober than that was high. Like that shit just made, when I was high, it just made me think about myself. And then <laughs> halfway through the third episode, I turned it off. I'm like, yeah, I don't think about myself. I, I kind of feel like this is probably one of the few things I've watched where I'm like, I would actually kind of like to watch this high. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe because you don't have the demons I have. I mean, we can make it happen. Because <laughs> I'm just like, like, I came away from this literally like, I found it entertaining, but I'm not sure that I, I got it. And that's really like a, a, a feeling that I don't have often yeah. with anything. <laughs> you know, where it's strange to come away from something and be like, I don't know if I understood that or not. Well, you, you may not, have to see it again. You may not feel it, but we see it. <laughs> I always think I always think of me getting Larry high like the time I let him smoke the smoke a cigarette. Didn't we oh. give him the lemonade ones? Yeah, but we had too little of that. Yeah, I'm a big boy. Like I feel like the I don't know I feel like the lemonade very like I I believe I may have a high tolerance which is weird you know or at least what it for, is like for ingesting stuff well it, it depends sometimes your the way your liver functions it doesn't break down to THC so you, you can eat edibles and not feel anything oh and, and yeah I I definitely I definitely back in the day I went to a four twenty party and ingested a lot of different different foods and yeah. i did not i did not get high yeah foods are tricky too because you can't distribute the cannabinoids like evenly a lot a lot of the time especially back then people didn't have the the resources that we do now to yeah, the yeah technology yeah right. yeah no i do know what that reasons? like like it's, it's making really, oh go ahead. It, it's resources because really just researching and finding formulas and things like that to yeah formulas this is yeah, because, well, you know, almost everything you eat is water-soluble, and, like, THC isn't. So, how are you going to make it water-soluble? Like, I remember, that's the hard part. I remember Lloyd gave me, like, half a cookie, and I couldn't feel my face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun Comic-Con. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, I, I, I do agree. Like, I, I do know, like, I've listened to people, like, basically... Back in the day, it was, like, some old, like, real underground type stuff. And now you have, like, real deal, like, culinary chefs that cook with cannabis. Yeah. And it's, like, they, they've figured out the, the um, not the margins, what's, what's the, the ratios or whatnot. Yeah. And the thing is, yeah. My ex made brownies one time. And didn't know the ratios. Yeah. Oh. That was the worst high and the best high I've ever had. <laughs> and the weird thing with, with brownies is like, yeah, if you don't know how to get it to like evenly be like, okay, each square is 10, 20 milligrams. Like, it, it's hard with baking stuff because you don't know if you mixed it properly in, or if your butter was even mixed properly, you know? Yeah. 
So it could all be concentrated to just one square, two squares, and then n- nothing on the other. Well, I, it was in Little Brownies, and we're pretty sure she put more than she should have. Yeah, yeah, that that was a crazy night. All that to say, um, I got something to review. If you guys want me to review, yeah, what, what is, is it Doomsday Clock? No. Okay, go ahead. I, uh, I read the whole Last Night on Earth um, storyline. Oh, Batman. Yeah. What'd you think? It's a crazy story. Like I remember we all reviewed the first book. And just reading the first book doesn't do the whole thing justice. And there's a twist, a twist near the end that just... Like you, you can kind of see it, but you don't expect it, and it makes the whole story a lot weirder. But it's a really good story. Okay. And the whole thing's real fucked up. It's all based on something really fucked up. Is it, it's a spoiler? I mean, if I say it, yeah, because it okay. kind of spoils what's going on in the story. Yeah, yeah definitely don't say it. But uh, in the second book, they show you, like, the, the whole thing is predicated on the good guys lost, but it wasn't because of the bad guys. It was because the people kind of revolted against them. Okay. So some people get taken out, and because it's a black label story, they show you how they get taken out, and it's kind of fucked up. And then other people go into hiding to get away from the people. And then there's a lot of things in the story that kind of point at Darkseid being the the head villain of the whole thing. And Mm -hmm. it ends up not being Darkseid, which makes the twist at the end a lot more fucked up. It 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 doesn't matter. (laughs) Spoilers! The the twist makes up for me telling you, you that. So, but I mean, if you read it, then you're not going to see it coming. Otherwise, it's like it w- it wasn't dark side. And the whole time you got a uh, Joker's head in a lamp, giving a comic relief. Joker's head in a jar in a Robin suit. Is like the Dude, funniest fucking up. shit I've seen. You're uh that's kind of a spoiler, so No it's not. Not really. But. You, you look up last night on Earth, that's like one of the first images that pops up. Cause it's a striking image, but it kinda Yeah, I guess it's not a spoiler. But that doesn't happen until near the end. Spoilers. But yeah, um, it's one of my favorite Batman stories after reading it. It's just wow. not canon at all. Well, that's fair. Some of the best Batman stories aren't, right? Yeah. Or at least weren't originally. Either way, right? Like, this just came out. So there are plenty of Batman stories. Like, Batman Year One wasn't canon when it first came out. Um, I would say this story is better than Batman Year One. That's fair. I mean, like, don't get me wrong, like, I, I love Batman Year One. It's great stuff, but it, it's 
I mean, it is by far not the best Batman story. It's just a great one. Right. And it's it's great in its in its simplicity in a lot of ways. You know, this but this one this mm-hmm. one's good because it it gives Batman a little detective spotlight. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And in that respect, it's a nice story. But then when you get the whole story, it's it's a really good story the way it's laid out, the way it gotcha. flows. And then with the twist and everything, it's a lot better than like the last M. Night Shyamalan movie I saw. Okay. Or that I can remember. I, w- I would suggest, you know, if you're quarantined, it's a good read. If you're not quarantined, it's still a good read. Cool. Well, listen, uh, that, that's a good a good suggestion. I think I will take it and read it uh, read it at some point soon. Yeah, it's a good one. Don't sleep on it. Don't sleep. What else are we talking about? I think it's time to do some news, unless we have a heavy metal minute. Oh yeah, there's a heavy metal minute. Well, let's do it. Is there a heavy metal minute? It's in the Skype chat. Oh, see, I don't get the. Well, I mean, I get those, but Skype isn't up for me while I'm doing stuff. Oh. (laughs) The hell is that noise? I feel bad. The Skype's not on. Well, that makes the thing unable to play. <laughs> What's happening? What's really happening is I'm trying to stall. Oh, but you guys aren't picking up on it. So, like, I'm just oh. sitting here with my dick in my hand, not doing nothing. Yeah, man, you're doing a terrible job. Oh, while you're doing that, Larry, earlier today, I played a rerun. Okay, and it was from. April 11th, 2008. Oh, Jesus. What were we talking about? And your voice is high-pitched. Why? Because your balls hadn't dropped. You you were young. Not in 2008. I mean, you were younger. Like, your voice was, like, significantly, like, higher-pitched. It was weird. That's that's funny. I love it. I love it. What, um... (laughs) What uh, what were we talking about? I think we were talking about um, <laughs> the Iron Man one trailer. Oh wow, that's so crazy! Yeah. I was like, I played it, and of course I recorded it, so I got um, because it's not on any, you can't get it anywhere. So I'm gonna have to post it again, and yeah, I have to listen to it to really know fully what what we were talking about cuz this was this was early on it was in AG All Game Studios West oh nice nice wow that's amazing yeah. I look next, what did we what did we what did we think of the Iron Man trailer <laughs> oh well we loved it i think yeah uh, I'll, I'll go through it again cuz it was a video um I found video files of us back then, so 
Oh wow! Wait, there's really? a video of that. Yeah, they actually play the vi- the trailer while we're talking about it. That's amazing. Yeah. Look back back when you could do that. Yeah. <laughs> now we can. <can't. laughs> back when the server worked. Yeah. The good old days. Oz's voice was a little higher pitched too. I mean, we all were a little because we're younger. I mean, it's twelve years ago. But the the biggest difference was with Larry. I was like, "Wow, Larry sounds like a baby, little baby." Yeah, that's wild. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I guess. I guess I had that. Uh, I I had the uh, ig- ignorance of youth in my voice still. That's before I could say I'm getting too old for this ish. <laughs> Did we stall long enough? I'm ready. Okay, okay good. <laughs> so we've been talking about Ticketmaster and their return policy and everything and how they don't want to refund things that are postponed, just canceling. And, you know... Because of the whole pandemic, all these concerts have been canceled. So the value has dropped down. Now, because that industry has gone down so much, it made it possible to be bought. So Saudi Arabia bought $500 million worth of Live Nation Entertainment. That's Ticketmaster's parent company. And they control all the venues here in the U.S. for the most part. Um, based on the value of the stock, it's seen nearly as a $500 million investment. So it's the shares of Live Nation to jump today over $41 uh, at the time of this article. The purchase makes the Saudi government the third largest shareholder. Liberty Media still maintains a 33% stake in the company. Uh, it says here that Live Nation could use the influx of cash as they were low on liquid cash to be able to process refunds leading to terrible publicity and lawsuits. They have since offered a 30-day window to get refunds. So, I mean, if you're trying to get a refund, now's the time. Uh, but, yeah, so thanks to the Saudi Arabian government, yeah, they killed that one journalist and the free press. You know, they subvert the free press, but... You know, we get our tickets back for our concerts that were postponed. So Winter Sun has launched the Patreon. <laughs> Winter Sun is a band that's been very uh, controversial. The the front man, the main man, Jari Mainpaya, Mainpa, is a people see him as a con man or a marketing technician. He, uh, the people always go out of their way to talk shit about him. Um, but they, be, because of all that, people are looking at, at him starting a Patreon as a way to gouge money from fans right now. I don't even know any Winter Sun fans myself, but hey, I mean, if you want them to keep producing stuff, I don't know what kind of perks you get. I mean, maybe in another installment of heavy metal minute i'll give you some of that news but yeah patreon for (laughs) the guy that took a decade to put out one album and uh 
waiting for another decade to put the follow-up. But, yeah. And Sarak Angren is streaming a new song called Vender, called Der Vampir von Nuremberg. Uh, they're going to release their new album, Frankensteinia Stratomontanus, on June 26th. And they're streaming their new song, Their Vampire Barnardberg, right now. Uh, it was originally due on May 19th, but it was one of those albums that got pushed back, but now we have orders. Uh, pre-orders for that album, I'm not going to say the name again, are available at their website. And you can stream their song on YouTube, Sarah Congren youtube i'm moses magnum this has been a heavy metal minute Woo! comic book news we should have a like uh comic book like news. <laughs> well not, not like that but like What's happening in the news, folks? Nothing. Don't everyone speak at once. Nothing. Look, there's no more comic book news because there are no more comics. There's actually some pretty big news uh, <laughs> from AMV, AMC Theaters. Yeah. Um, they basically have, have announced that they will not be showing any, sorry, I'm getting lag. Um, Universal. AMC Theaters, yeah. Uh, AMC Theaters has hit hard at Universal Pictures, announcing it will no longer play any of the studio's films in the wake of NBC Universal CEO Jeff Shell's promise to open titles on premium and in theaters at the same time. Uh, because of COVID-19, uh, Universal ended up uh, releasing Trolls World Tour for paid video on demand, and they've made uh, $1 million in rentals in the first three weeks of play. Uh, the results for Trolls World Tour have exceeded our expectations and demonstrated the viability of PVOD. Shell told the Wall Street Journal... As soon as theaters reopen, we expect to release movies on both formats. Uh, AMC Theaters Chairman CEO Adam Aaron attacked the notions of breaking the 90-day window in a strongly worded letter to Universal Film Entertainment Group Chairman Donna Langley, saying the change in releasing policy is unacceptable. Uh, it is disappointing to us, but Jeff's comments as to Universal's unilateral actions and intentions have left us with no choice, Aaron said in the letter. Therefore, effectively, immediately, AMC will no longer play any Universal movies in any of our theaters in the United States, Europe, or the Middle East. Um, uh, one of their gripes, big gripes, was that they decided to do this without even a conversation uh which is why they're being like so uh hard about this but yeah it looks like that's the thing now no more universal movies at amc theaters 
Uh, Universal responded to AMC too. <clears throat> they put a, a statement out. And they said, uh, our goal in releasing Trolls World Tour on PVOD was to deliver entertainment to people who are sheltering at home. While movie theaters and other forms of outside entertainment are unavailable, based on enthusiastic response to the film, we believe we made the right move. In fact, given the choice of not releasing Trolls World Tour, which would not only have prevented consumers from experiencing the movie, but also negatively impacted our partners and employees, the decision was clear. Our desire has always been to efficiently deliver entertainment to, uh, to as wide an audience as possible. We absolutely believe in, theat in the theatrical experience. I have made no statement to the contrary. As we stated earlier, going forward, we expect to release future films directly to theaters as well as PVOD when that distribution outlet makes sense. We look forward to having additional private conversations with our exhibition partners, but are disappointed by this seemingly coordinated attempt from AMC and NATO to confuse our positions and our actions. And NATO? Yeah. <laughs> uh, different NATO. No, I, I don't know if it's different NATO. National right? Association of oh. Theater Owners or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I like, Go on. Uh, NATO issued a statement too. The, that NATO, not the other NATO. Uh, says, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know what their statement is, but, but yeah, that was, that was Universal's response. I think Regal joined, um, also in the band. Listen, this is, this is all just these theaters trying to like make sure that these conversations get had. That's all. Like, I don't think AMC or Regal by any means. So, so all I'm hearing is that these theaters only care about their bottom line and don't care about people seeing a movie. No, no. See, that's not right. They didn't, say, they didn't say you can't show it on demand. What they said was, why do you make this decision by yourself? Talk to us first. Which is... A fair is a fair, like thing to say. And it's like, why can't we have a conversation? I mean, you know, especially if if Universal is going to release it for a pay per view thing while everything's closed, they want to talk to the theaters who wouldn't be affected other than, hey, can't you put this out later? I think the the plan is to going forward, no, that's do same day releases. Right? Is that that was the story, right? Yeah, they're planning to keep doing it after everything is reopened. They plan on releasing it in the theaters at the same time they release it digitally. But even so, it's like one of these things where depending on where you are in the country, there's very well an argument to be made that some theaters could open in some places and some of these movies potentially could be in those theaters but they're not now because everybody watched them at home and it's not to say like oh well the decision will be like oh where we decide if it goes out into theaters or if it goes out to on demand or not it's just more like well let's talk about it let's have a conversation about what, what movies do and which ones don't or let's talk about 
well, if you do, if you are going to release this movie, then what's the plan for us when we do open moving forward? Like how, you know, like all they're saying is let's have a, let's talk about it first. I don't, cause I don't, I can't like, it'd be different if you have a conversation like AMC talking to Universal and they're like, well, hey, you know, we were trying to release Trolls, but Universal said, I mean, AMC said no. Like, but AMC doesn't want that. They're not gonna. They're not gonna say no. They're gonna say, "Well, if we release it, can we do this or can we do that?" And Universal will probably be like, "Sure," <laughs> you know. Keeping in mind too, like AMC could have totally done the same, had the same conversation, or put out the same letter, and instead of saying Universal, they could have said Disney. Now they didn't do that because they're not crazy. <laughs> Because the mouse would kill him. <laughs> well, it's not the mouse would kill him. The mouse would just be like, we don't need to go to AMC theaters. <laughs> like, we'll release our movies wherever we want. I mean, but, I know down here, like, there's not... I don't even think there's an AMC theater down here anymore. Really? Man, yeah. that's sad. I is mean, there, we got... Is we there got a, a Regal? There might be one. Is there a Regal? There might be one. Oh, jeez. But we have the Harkins, we have the Century, the Century, I forget what it's called. The Century one. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, we never heard of those. Mm-mm. I, I feel yeah, like I heard Hawkins, of Hawkins I've heard because those are like, I feel like those are in the South. Yeah. But I, I don't know Century. We have plenty of those. They have one in Long Beach. At the they have park. A, a Century? Yeah. At the pipe? Century at the pipe. Oh, That's, shut up. I don't That's think... A, I, I know that theater. I didn't even realize that that was a, a Century Theater. Yeah. Yeah, there you C- go. Century kind of took over where AMC was. Like, they, they're kind of the budget theater now. Century but they're not. AMC? No, at the Pike is Cinemark. Oh, yeah, there's like... There, I don't know if we still have a Cinemark. I know we had one. <laughs> Every, everything in everything there they have one <laughs> we had one no the century we got like 12 the harkins there's maybe three okay but um the cinemark there was one I, i'm pretty sure there's one regal as well yeah not, not a lot so, of people in the movies where- uh, Square Enix removed the Trials of Mana demo from Steam uh, because there was an exploit where you could use the game files to play the entire game. Wow. Fuck. How does somebody figure that out? Dude, pirates are always, like, they always go into the files of games. Like, that's one of the first things they do. Yeah. Wow. That's fair. Um, well, I guess not fair, but it did happen. <laughs> Sounds fair to me. Disney got into a little issue with their legalese. Um, they're planning on doing an event for May the 4th. And uh, they're basically having people respond to their tweet and use the hashtag May the Fort so they can post their favorites 
but I guess there was a misunderstanding and people thought they were trying to take over the May the 4th hashtag. Well, it, it uh, was it wasn't just that to use the hashtag. They they sent a tweet saying um, by sharing your message with us, hashtag May the Fourth, you agreed to you to our use of the message and your account name in all media and our terms of use here. And they put oh, that. They can't do that. Well, that's what they did. Well, it's just for people that reply to their text. It's right. not for anyone that uses the hashtag. Oh. But, it, but people misunderstood that, and so they were upset, and Disney had to clarify. But well, it says by sharing your message, that means by putting it. Period. Not replying. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, they I'm have just to, telling you what the story they sent, is. They sent the second tweet saying no, it's the reply to us, but the initial tweet didn't say reply. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, that's like that's a big people, distinction. Yeah, here's one of the a few of the uh, responses. Love to spon- spontaneously celebrate my favorite holiday with all my friends, and then they put May the fourth. What an and then this guy says, uh, "My favorite Star Wars memory would have to be the time Disney tried to lay legal claim to every tweet on Twitter that used a particular hashtag." <laughs> <laughs> and, that's not what they did, but people misunderstood. <laughs> no. That's First the thing about law. Uh, hold on. Those were the responses. Here's one. Twitter, uh, it, it, it's a, just a picture. I, I wish you guys could see it. You know, I'll, I'll post it in chat. Um, but basically, it, <laughs> it, it's the scroll, and it, it's the scroll of that tweet. Oh. That they, <laughs> yeah. So then eventually Disney responded. And where is their response here? But basically, they said in their second tweet, after all that avalanche, they said, if you reply, we meant if you reply, not if you share. Yeah, that's a big difference. Wow, that would have been a hell of a boss move, though, if they were like, hey, anything that says hashtag made the fourth, that's us now. <laughs> like, this dude, like, uh, that's like some totalitarian type stuff. <laughs> <laughs> this guy did at Dav Mike Rot. The Empire Strikes Back with intrusive and abusive terms of service. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, uh, could you imagine Disney sending out like? Freaking like trying to use stuff when people are like, hey, you can't do that. They send out like cease and desist letters to people like, hey, yeah, if we can't use your tweet, then you can't cosplay as a Star Wars character. <laughs> like, send out cease and desist tweets. Right. Copy, copy your copyright. You're, you're infringing on our copyright. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's this mug? What's this mug here that says world's greatest Jedi? That's us. <laughs> Oh, look, I need you to smash that bug. <laughs> so they released the the trailer for uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, the final season. What the fuck is a, the fuck is a Chromicon? 
it's a it's a like uh uh synthetic organism that helps manage the time stream well okay. you're half right they don't they don't manage the time stream do they just watch it they just watch life so they're watchers yeah but not yeah well then no but they're not just watchers i mean that's what enoch was that's his well, people yeah, they're different types of chronicons. Well, yeah, they're, they're, there's a warrior class, sure, but they weren't like like time protectors or whatever you trying to make it seem like. Didn't didn't aren't there some that do that too? No. Okay, then I'm misremembering. No, their their planet gets blown up, and so they 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 travel back in time to Earth's history. And make that their new planet. Well, that's what it is, Mo. <laughs> You're welcome. You know, I was gonna give this last season a shot. <laughs> you sh- that's you not even watch it. You shouldn't watch it Why? if you haven't seen the ones before. That's it. not even real Colson, by the way. That's a LMD. Yeah, I thought he was always an LMD. No, no, he is now. Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. I'm not gonna watch. No, no, we 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 all decided you shouldn't. Yeah, I, I like my watus with big heads. No, it's not a watcher. I mean, that's like he said he observes. A lot of people observe things. Listen, don't listen to Oz about what isn't isn't a watcher. Well, you did. You literally just didn't explain a Chromicon right. But wait a minute. Oz like, didn't explain Oz it right either. It. Oz didn't explain it right either. I explained it. Look, I didn't say he was a watcher. I said he's a robot that watches. Okay, listen. A car- like biblical a watcher, beat. not not Marvel watcher. What? The the I watchers in the world. Marvel watchers. Yeah, but that's not what that's not what the Chronicons are. Well, yeah, but you understand how you the way you explained it, or at least the way that you... I mean, that's that's literally the, the the main Chronicon in the last season. That was literally his job was to observe humanity, to watch yeah. humanity. That's all I said. I'm not saying yeah, he's but... a he's a he's a watcher like Stan Lee was. I'm saying he watches stuff. Now, if you want to call but... him a watcher because that's what he does, then go ahead. That's what Mo was doing, and then you were like, yeah. You can't well, say I, yeah. I don't know. Like I'm not doing anything. I'm asking a question. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. You asked the question, and I said yes. And I'm like, no. Mo asked me if he watches stuff. I said yes, he watches <laughs> stuff. You say he's a watcher. Yeah, he's a watcher. He he watches stuff, but he's not a watcher. The end. The end, listen. May. This was is the worst 20, joke. May twenty seventh. Is when the new season of Shield, the final season of Agents of Shield, comes on. If you're if you're not Mo, you should watch it. I saw the initial trailer before the Chronicons, and uh, I was like, "Oh, I'm in." Then I saw that one, and I'm like, "Oh, I'm out." It 
like if you did you watch last season? You didn't. No, he hasn't watched in like episode three. Yeah, no, most seen more than episode. I no, I I watched, I watched like twelve, maybe because most saw Ghost Rider. Yeah, I saw the Ghost Rider part, and then he wasn't in it, and then he came back. But once he wasn't in it, I didn't watch. And then I heard it was bad, so I didn't go back to watch the rest of it. You should you should pick back up from there. No, I already know I don't want to. Cause right. didn't like didn't Luke uh, Nicholas Cage give him the power? Yeah. Yeah, what, I don't want to do watch Nicholas Cage. What? Like that Ghost Rider. I mean, they don't show Nicholas Cage, but it's not Nicholas Cage. How do you Who know? What? Who 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 gave him the power in Agents of Shield? It's it's another Ghost Rider, but it's not Nick Cage's Ghost Rider. So is is Danny Ketch? He was in a motorcycle. Danny I think Ketch it's had I think it's I think it's Cage. There's Cage. Nick Cage is not a Ghost Rider. <laughs> Nick Cage is Ghost Rider. No, no, he's not. I don't care what you say. Lies. You haven't even seen the second one. Do I need to see Ghost yeah, Rider? Yeah, you know what? That's your movie Monday. Wait, nah. You haven't no, seen the not. second not Ghost only, Rider? No, it's not. You got to That's your, not that's only is me. Monday. Oh, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch Doom Annihilation again at 9:59 a.m. He's gonna be like, "Oh, I have to work." <laughs> Listen, worse. I'm I'm gonna be on the show and just be like, "I didn't watch it." Nah, <laughs> that, that, look, you got to man. Uh-uh, I don't got to do chat. Yeah, you got to like Uatu. Oh, dude. I think there's a hit in that. Got to like Uatu. Yeah, there you go. I, hit. I can't believe you didn't see the second Ghost Rider movie. I thought you'd like the MCU. Yeah. <laughs> Ghost Rider's <laughs> not. That's no, those aren't MCU that, movies. The second one is. That, that's Sony's. That's Sony's. What are you talking no. about? No, because they. Well, they got it. No. Marvel got it back, and then they used that one to give to the guy on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. No, no. <laughs> so, did he have a horse? Everything, no. Did he Everything have a horse? Everything saying, no. So, it was a guy on a motorcycle. Hey, and it listen. wasn't Danny Ketch. Listen, listen. Ghost Rider 2 movie? No. You got to see it earlier. I don't have to see nothing. He pees no. fire. That's what, <laughs> listen. Don't you understand? Like, why? I, I did that once. Took a shot, cleared it all up. Why don't you all understand that when you start making pop culture people pee on things, it's it's a bad thing. No, but it was it bad worked. when Ghost Rider it, did it. It was bad when Bumblebee did no, it. It works for the movie. It doesn't. Yeah, you haven't seen it. I don't. I don't have to. Joe, did you see the second Ghost Rider? No, I didn't. Uh, that's your homework for Movie Monday too. You guys have to watch it together. Hi. Listen, you know, you know it wasn't a good movie if Joe didn't see it. Six feet apart. Joe's like, bump that noise. So who gave him the power? Like, uh, well, either way, it was it. it's not Prime. It's, on it's not crack- on Netflix. It's on Crackle. I don't watch Crackle, and it's a shame because they have some shows I really like. Yeah, watch Crackle. But I don't watch it because it, it's always crashing and it always starts playing random shit. 
I'm going to put it in the Google Drive. I'm going to get a screener. <laughs> oh, by the way, I was trying to find Reawakened, and I signed in with Google, and I couldn't find it. Like, there was a feed, but I didn't see Reawakened. It should be in the watch list. Okay. Um, but yeah, um, I, if I don't find it, is it worth like five dollars? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah. Look, you'll understand why I gave a Doom Annihilation a four, thinking what I thought after you watch Reawaken. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I can't give him the same score. <laughs> It was cool to like try to do both those reviews, but Larry can't handle two horror movies. No right. matter how like the how crappy the special effects or gore is. It was interesting <laughs> rewatching Doom. It's like it really is more of an action flick. Yeah, yeah. That's why I think it would be too bad for Lawrence. Even though I think we're gonna, we're close to getting him into like some really good horror movies. I want him to see the void. I haven't seen that. Nobody has. Just me. <laughs> Did you make it? I wish. <laughs> I really wish. Like it, it, that shit is so up my alley. Like everything. Like the weird druids with the triangle faces. Like the whole, even like the close quarters. Like. Because this was kind of like a close quarters like invasion thing where they're like fighting off people, but it, they, they had space to move around. The void gets claustrophobic. Mm. Like the claustrophobic aspect would have helped Doom Annihilation if they would have done it like that, make it a little darker. Um, you know, make it look a little more like Stranger Things. Like the, the mm. shit's coming through little by little. Like just the set design, like that's all the little shit like that would have made it a better movie. I can see that. I've actually gotten further in that show. Oh, yeah? It continues to be good. Yeah. It, it just gets better and better. Yeah. Like, and it was weird because I didn't think it was like, I still got to get to season three, but you know, I got worried with chapter seven for season two. That's the one where she's, uh, where Eleven is hanging out with Eight, and they're yeah. like going the uh, going around killing people. Yeah, like that one. It felt a little off. Like it was good, but it felt off. Yeah, if, if that uh, episode wasn't in like there, if that episode wasn't in there, it'd be a perfect season. But, but it still wasn't a bad episode. It just felt weird. Like it was like a guy den kind of. Right. Like I would have if that was the comic that took place in between two episodes. Like I, I'm in, especially with a white cup. Right. Um. But yeah, gotta, it's good. I'm enjoying it. I'm glad I'm finally getting around to watching it. You gotta watch. Like at movie. least this pandemic has been good for something. Yeah. For that and losing weight. Dude, I've been gaining weight because I've been so inactive. Uh, I still work out. I've been gaining weight because I've been eating. <laughs> I don't have cankles anymore. <laughs> I've been thinking about working out, but it seems hard. 
I actually just want to buy a sandbag, like a hundred pound sandbag. Yeah. So I could carry that and like walk around the block a couple of times. Yeah. Even if you don't walk around, like if you just hold it and like walk in place in intervals, like do, let's say a minute with the sandbag and then a minute or, or five without and then a minute with the sandbag, like that'll help. Okay. I have to go to Home Depot this weekend. A hundred pounds seems like a lot. It's not. It does, but you know, it's is that my like I'm old and I'm fat. Like I gotta push myself harder <laughs> in order to get where I wanna be. Well you have to build up. That's one yeah, thing you have to I'm, build up. I'm, Especially with your foot issue. I remember you talking about your foot. You don't want to put a lot of weight on that. Like you should totally do the opposite. Yeah, start. Old. Yeah, <laughs> start with a start with a, a couple beers, walk in place, and then put them down. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Because that's one of the things. Like I, the weights I have at home here are compared to what I usually do at the gym. It's a fraction of it. So I have to find ways to make it heavier and harder. But my ground, my floor of the little outside area isn't entirely level. So that puts a whole other strain, even though my back can handle that weight, it can't handle that weight at that angle, you know, yeah. I'm trying to do proper form. So early on it was hard, but I, I fixed that. Uh, okay. Tyre Ty Chat says, you guys still watch the agents of shield. That show is no longer relevant. Anything in, on it doesn't affect the MCU. It takes place the MCU, but anything from that show never appeared in the movies. Yeah, see, that's where First you're wrong, off, Tiger Claw. Time Thanks, Tiger Claw. Time traveling can obviously affect the future. It might make the movies not canon. You don't know. You don't watch. <laughs> I mean, plus, it's like, whatever happens in the movies isn't the only thing that's relevant. Like, you know, it's not like the Netflix shows had any huge impact on the movies. That doesn't make them irrelevant. It just makes them not having a huge impact on the movies. So, you know, hey, if you if the movie is the most important thing to you, call, then that's fine. But that doesn't mean you can't enjoy other things that aren't the movies. So, you know, you should look into that. I put a picture in chat of Joe Benitez's Starfire. That's nice. Auction. How much is that going for? I don't know. I mean, it, you just name a price and then it builds up from there. Jeez. Like the Green Lantern one that Oz didn't want ended up being about two fifty. Two fifty. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Oh, for two fifty, I would have considered it. Man, that's amazing. Yeah, it's nice. Like I want it. I wish I could afford it. What's the bid at now? You don't know, do you? I don't know. You got to go to uh, send an email to wraithcomic at gmail.com and name your price. He'll tell you if you... He, he'll be like, no, somebody gave $1,000, so you have to beat that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like it, but I don't... Well, yeah, even if I had $1,000, I probably wouldn't. It is a one of a well, kind. No, if I I, well, there's yeah. other stuff I want more. What I would do is I'll just take that picture and print it and put it in a frame, make it look nice. Yeah, I got it. 
And Jim Lee's still going at it. He did Atrocitus. I just put that in chat. Oh, yeah. That one was good. I saw that. Wow. That's Girl. amazing. And then he did a dark side, too. It turns out that you can draw, huh? Who that knew? guy should think about drawing comic books. Yeah, it's I don't nice think he has time. <laughs> I, I I throw down five dollars for that dark dark side. I don't know. He's, I don't I don't like that omega symbol on his chin. That's how they do it now. <laughs> you got an omega on your chin. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's the weirdest goatee ever. <laughs> the best though, the best I saw last week, or one of the best I saw last week. I, I think it, I think it might be the best, but I, I don't want to say just yet because I have other ones that I saved that I, I'm looking for a second time now. Is this Oliver Copel or Coipel or Quapel uh, doing uh, Rogue, Savage Land Rogue? And that's in chat. Damn, that's amazing. Wow. Yeah. So this is the other one. Yeah, I, I think my the best for this week of of good auction art on Instagram right now is that Rogue and then Arthur Adams did Death from Sandman. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice too. Yeah. I think the I think the Rogue beats it out though. That's because you don't like Death. It's not because I don't like Death. I just think the the Rogue is better. Wait, do you not like Death? No. What? <laughs> Listen. Don't. Don't just don't listen to what Mo says. <laughs> and then the last one for today, uh, Victor Olazaba did a. Uh, well, for one, he did one of my white covers, and he's like, "How? What kind of Spider-Man are you like? Like something looking a little more buff or more young?" Or I go, "I go go however you like. If you like cartoony, I love cartoony. Yeah, do it like that." So he did mine. Fortunately, that was stolen from me, so I don't have it. But he did oh. a, a more traditional Spider-Man on his Instagram. I don't know if this is for auction or not, but it's one of the best art I saw this week, too. And that'll be in there. Oh, that Spider-Man's classic. Yeah. Wow. So Victor Ozaba has been the colorist on all of Dan Slott's run. I think he's done it after, too, um, for other stuff. But, yeah, he's, he's, he's usually... No, he's the inker. So he he was the anchor for Humberto Ramos uh, on on all his runs with Dan Slott for Spider Man. Yeah, that's great. And I remember I asked him, I was like, "What's it like getting to be like one of the first people to see like Humberto Ramos's art and the script from Dan Slott before all of us get it?" And he's like, "Where?" Uh, he goes, "I'm sorry." What's up with this armpit? Like, is that a fingerprint? That's a webbing. You mean higher, like higher up into it? Yeah. It might be a fingerprint, or, or it might be like a mistake he covered up, or the light. Um, I don't think it's the light, but I mean, but really though, like, it's barely worth noticing. Yeah, it's he's like yeah, it's it's amazing because these dudes really love Spider Man, <laughs> and it's yeah, like, like seeing 
just seeing the raw pencil art before the inks, it's like he said it was kind of chaotic but organized, you know? Because like, okay, I gotta make sure I gotta put these blacks in here, yeah. But it's everything's so dynamic, just in pencils. You just you had a good time doing it. Yeah, you're putting the what where? <laughs> putting the 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 web fluid cartridge in the web shooter. That ain't what I, I heard. Know what I mean? I do have mm-hmm. O'Deal too. Oh, what is it? Well, you gotta play the music first. Oh, here comes what? the money. Here we go. More money, money. more money, more money, more money. money. Bling, bling, bling. So, comic book day has been, you know, free comic book days this Saturday. It's coming Saturday. And. But is it really? Well, Source Point Press decided that it's not. It shouldn't be just the day, it should be the week. What? So, right now, if you go to sourcepointpress.com. You can partake in getting a bunch of their books, physical books. I think you pay $2 shipping and they'll ship it to you. But, it, you know, it's graphic novels. They're about seven bucks a piece and they're just free. And you get a comic for two bucks. And the stuff that isn't free, if you buy it, you can name a comic book shop that you want to get half of it. Oh, that's cool. So they're, they're helping with that. So if you like something, you get the free one. And if you like, you want to check out something else they got to pay for Still get a discount, and your favorite comic shop gets a little bit of help. Who's doing this? Source Point Press. I'll put the the, the link in chat. Okay. But yeah, so that's my mo deal. Nice. So uh, the DC Universe app is setting up a whole bunch of live streaming events mostly surrounding star girl and its debut but uh if you're looking to check some of that out it's happening uh on different days between may 7th and may 18th it looks like um the costume designer for star girl is going to be on on may 7th which is a thursday um, they do have the executive producers and showrunners for Harley Quinn on May 11th. Uh, if you're interested in that, on uh, that's in the evening, 5 p.m. Pacific. Uh, on Wednesday, May 13th at 3 p.m. Pacific, uh, you can talk to the DC DC's archivist and librarian Ben Leclerc. If you have any like outstanding questions about DC heroes or DC, well, DC characters, I guess I should say. And then they're doing a, huh? I was going to say, can I ask them why there's no app on the PS4? No, I can't because there's no app on the PS4. Well, <laughs> well, plus, I think you said that's the costumer, right? Like, what the fuck does he know? <laughs> Well, the archivist isn't the costumer, right. but he still wouldn't know why there's no app for the PS4. The archivist, he, is, like, he just curates everything? He's, he just watches. 
Is he a watcher? <laughs> no, no. Like, you know, D- both DC and Marvel basically have somebody whose job it is to, like, like kind of know the lore, like the history of the characters and also like I would dispute that statement. That's a waste of money. And and have it <laughs> and have it um organized in a way where like, you know, if you're a writer and you're like, hey, I need everything, like what 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 are the like what do I need to know about, you know, Sandman? Fuck. No wonder or, they had to fucking go to another distributor because they got to sell comics to pay that piece of shit. Why, why, why is that, that person a piece of shit? What's wrong with that person? That's a, that's a job. That's the closest thing you get to actually maintaining continuity. Right, but like, there's no point because everything else just ignores the continuity. Well, like, but that's not his fault. He shows, yeah. because It, it might be. They're paying him to not use them. It no. might it. it <laughs> It might be his fault. I mean, you don't know. If they ask him, hey, uh, when did so-and-so did this? And he's just sitting there, like, drunk, like, oh, oh that was, yeah. He, <laughs> what? I remember That's when Franklin, Franklin Richard, he's, he's not blonde. What? Like, why, why, would the, why would he be bad at his job? Why would he not? It's not that he's not. He could be the best archivist there is, but they're not using him because they're not following how the stories go in these movies and TV shows. I would argue that he is good at... I would argue that... The archivists aren't for the movies and... Well, I'm not going to say they're not for the movie and TV people. They should be. So now, not only are they wasting their money with him, but they're wasting my time if I choose to watch this live screen. Because on on their TV... He's for the comic book writers. I agree. He that that job is redundant and stupid. Yeah. Well, how is it redundant and stupid? Like you all love continuity. Yeah, and we know the continuity. But they don't. We're not paying him. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, so if you if I'm you glad know he's continuity, there. huh? I just can't talk to him. I'm glad he's there. <laughs> I just can't talk to him because there's no app. You you can talk to him, Joe. And it turns out that's the one thing you can't get on YouTube or, or Twitch or anything. Like that's the one thing they keep exclusive to the app. Oh, really? These things? Well, no, I'm just saying, like, because all their DC Daily, like, I, I was telling Joe the other day, where it's like, I literally, I just filled out a survey telling them what I thought about getting their DC Daily and their, their shit. Like, you know, you can get on YouTube or Twitch or, or, or Twitter, you know. And then they have it on the app, like like I'm. That's what I'm paying for, and I said like I don't like that the DC Daily and, and the DC News stuff is is it comes out sometimes even first on YouTube, like why really am I paying for this? Mm. And you know then because of that, they sold my my information so I could get targeted ads about Jim Lee making an announcement on DC Daily. I'm like oh okay cool I'm gonna click it. And if it's an ad that actually clicks and then opens my app, or at the very least opens a browser page where it's like, oh, sign up for a trial for DC Universe. I'm like, it's going to be worth it. Like, that's good business. I, I don't mind putting my money here. And then it's like YouTube, <laughs> the show. And I'm like, I literally just told you this. And then you use that as my target ad for your product. Like, you, why? First of all, the target ad isn't for me. I paid already. 
Right. I right. think you know, like that's bad. That you're, you're wasting money. Like the, on the archivist. <laughs> Not on the archivist. Archivist has nothing to do with that. I think they just like fucking I'm with Mo. That's more waste of money. No. I, I think they just like fucking with Mo because I remember Mo, Mo was like, like his chief complaint is that you can get stuff from the app anywhere else, and then they announced right. that Harley Quinn's going to Sci-Fi. Like not right. even Netflix International or something that's right. like difficult to get. Right. It's sci-fi, right? Yeah, which is another it's new not story. The Canadian one, like I understand the Canadian CW. Like all right, yeah, but it's it's stuff here. Like that's bullshit. So Thursday, May fourteenth at five p.m., they'll have Jeff Johns, so you can talk to him about Star Girl, and then J- not Joe. <laughs> And then Monday, May 18th, uh, you have uh, a Q&A with Rec Basinger. Now, you th- do you think when Jeff Johns is, is on... Which is the star of Stargirl. Huh? When you th- do you think when uh, Jeff Johns is on, people are really going to ask him about Stargirl, which I guarantee uh, most people don't even know is coming out. Or is he going to get a lot of uh, Green Lantern HBO Max questions? Look, look. Let 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 me let me give you a little peek behind the curtain. This shit's pre-recorded already. They they they're just saying it's live, and they they're writing their own questions. I've seen these DC Daily. They don't they 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 don't they're not reading the screen for questions. They're like, oh, one of our viewers here has asked this. That's a good question. Like uh, that shit ain't real. It's, it's not. I I will say that. I'm not quite as jaded as Mo. I think the Q&A will, in fact, be live. I do feel they'll, they'll curate the questions, though. They're, they're not going to just, like, they're going to basically take questions that are about Stargirl. And if there are no questions about Stargirl, then, yeah, they very well may generate their own questions. But I, I do think it'll be live. Because if it's not live, you'll be able to tell just because everybody's at home. You know, it's not like, you know, yeah. So you're I don't thinking you'll think be able to get away with a pre-recorded You're thinking thing. live, just not necessarily interactive. I mean, it'll be somewhat interactive, I'm sure, but yeah, I don't, like I don't think they're gonna just field questions. Like, it's not gonna be an AMA, you know, where Jeff John's sitting there, like, oh, yeah, whatever you want to know about DC, I'll tell you. It's like, nah, they're gonna talk about Scott Star Girl, and that's it, probably. Maybe they'll talk about Star Girl comics. Whichever those are. There's no Stargirl comics. <laughs> <laughs> comics she was in? Comics like, she... It pisses me off that, that Legends of Tomorrow had a better Stargirl. Huh. You didn't know there was a Stargirl in Legends of Tomorrow, did you? Even I, I knew that. I, I don't remember. I don't remember Stargirl in Legends of Tomorrow. Like that JSA was, was kind of cool. Oh, yeah. Man, yeah, she was actually good. I forgot. Yeah, but I guess this not a bad character. Well, didn't Smallville have her too? I don't know. Justice League Unlimited had her. Yeah, she was good there. I feel like her role was small. Oh, she was. She was in Smallville. That, I'm not saying that like it's positive. <laughs> well, that JSA episode was good. Well, I, it, it, it. I guess, well, 
the the mask bugs me because she's got that giant. Here, I'll put this in chat. She's got that giant mask, like how they did Ravager and Titans. Mm. Like I just like being. Yeah, but the Legends of Tomorrow one. Actually, you know what? That Smallville one does look a lot like the new one. Listen, the the costume looks ridiculous in real life most of the time. I don't and think you know it looked why? that bad in it, Legends, it, though. Huh? I don't think it looked that bad in Legends. No, it, it didn't look bad in Legends. I agree with you. How but, does how does Legends like the the? How is that the better costume? Is my question. Yeah. Who's that behind her? Obsidian, I think. No, is it? Who's that? I don't. I don't know. But yeah, no, I think Legends is the best one. I feel though, like what makes it look ridiculous is that it doesn't look like a costume all the way. Like if you took the mask off, like you could be like, okay, well that's just like a Trump supporter, you know? <laughs> yeah, like the, the one, one in the. The one in the middle looks like a costume. Yeah, the one from, yeah, the one from Legends, like, she looks of age, so I could jerk off to that too. Oh, see, that's a that's a positive. To, you always have to ruin it. <laughs> it's a compliment. <laughs> you always have to ruin it. <laughs> it's a compliment. How old is this new one? Not old enough, I bet. Yeah. Anything else before we get out of here? I'm out of news. Voice actor Carrie Walgren recently revealed Netflix has renewed Carmen Sandiego for a third season. Uh, Netflix has not yet announced the premiere date, but they have given out a renewal announcement. There's a Carmen Sandiego in Netflix? Yeah. It's animated though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Carrie Walker, who else did she play? That sounds familiar. I don't know. I can't think off the top of my head. But I put the announcement in chat. Did you guys... She doesn't steal stuff in that show. Yes, she does. What would Carmen San Diego do other than steal? Just travel? Like the show the show I saw, she was like an agent. Wait, Carmen San Diego is the, the villain of the story, right? Not in that one. No. Like that's what you're looking she's for. She's basically like She's basically what? Sly Cooper. Where there's a a group of like super thieves and she steals from them to my recollection first season Carmen Sandiego she's a villain yeah well look the Netflix show yeah I remember the the source material and you were hunting her down because she was an international thief right yeah the source material and the Netflix show she's a good guy yeah oh so they're tightening her up I love how you took a, a carbon. You were trying to reference Carmen San Diego, but by comparing her to Sly Cooper, I'm like Jesus. Like, I feel like that's like, like 
Carmen San Diego for some people is is obscure enough. They go to Sly Cooper. I feel like Sly Cooper has a smaller fan base than Carmen San Diego, doesn't he? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> people I mean, are like Carmen San Diego, Sly Cooper. <laughs> like her her fan base is just smaller because nobody knows where in the world she is. <laughs> You know who doesn't have a Netflix show? Sly Cooper. <laughs> uh, not yet, no. Um, oh, is that they've been having. Yeah, uh, it's coming. I don't know if it's coming to Netflix, but it is in development. Uh, should be here like in the next couple years. Cool. Well, hey, man. We don't have that kind of time. <laughs> good for sly cooper <laughs> did you guys talk about kind book shops like banning dc or i guess their new distributors yeah oh we didn't talk about it but they are <laughs> it's wild man because like the thing that trips me out is how how little they tried to keep the secret. <laughs> and then I'm like, what do they expect the New York comic shops to do? Like, they're basically like giving them their ordering information. Like, yeah. No, I, I, I just thought it was funny. Like, we're not going to buy anything from DC unless it comes from Diamond. I'm like, well, the money goes to the same place. What? No, but you're not understanding, though, Oz. Well, the thing is, it's in any other case, any other circumstance, it'd be like, oh, it's a monopoly. Like, I don't like monopolies. And then it's like, so they're like other people come up. It's like, you know what? This is a new person trying to give us maybe a better deal. I don't know. Maybe they'll work with us. Who knows? But it's another option as a as a store. But in this in this scenario, it's not that at all. It's like, ugh, giving me options. Ugh. No, but uh, but. No, you can't say it like that. When though. capitalism goes wrong, it's like the problem is there's two problems. One, the 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 initial problem is who are these people? Where did they come from? And you look into it, and you're like, it's the comic book shop down the street, right? And but, then, well, no, well, what's the but? Well, no, no, go ahead. But then the second part is I'm giving basically the comic book down the street, which is a direct competitor, proprietary information. Because comic book shops live and die on what they order and, and how they can move it. So if somebody else had the money and the resources to, put, you know, print comics and distribute them, but they didn't have a story, it'd be okay? I, it'd be different at the very least in the sense that that person is in the distribution business as opposed to the comic book retail business, which is the same business that they're in. So my, one's business can't grow and evolve. Because of course might, the business can grow and evolve, but that, what I'm saying that, is... That's what those businesses did. They saw an opportunity and they, they adapted to it faster than anybody else. But you can't be mad at other retailers for saying, I don't want 
to do business with my competitor. Like, that's really what it boils down to. Like, that's not an insane kind of thought process. That's, like, makes sense. You don't do business, or at least you don't, like, at the very least, if you're like, okay, well, hey, you cut out your lane, I cut out my lane, that's one thing. If one shop's like, I'm only going to sell Marvel, and the other shop's I'm only going to sell DC, then they have no conflict. But that's not what's happening. Like, this is literally a comic book shop that, and which a lot of people are not huge fans of them anyway because they feel like, okay, they sell comics. They, well, they, they basically are like, hey, they undercut uh, everybody else's prices because they sell in a bulk fashion because they sell online and whatnot too, which can't be mad at that. That's, a, that's how they chose to grow their business and it's working for them. That is more than fine. That's their business practice. However, you can't be like, okay, you can't be mad at somebody saying, I don't want to share my, my per, the order information for my store with my direct competitor. They might look at my information and be like, man, wonder why he's selling or why he's getting this many issues of this book versus that book. And then they might start changing their practice. And next thing you know, they've cut the, that competitor out for whatever reason, out of that thing because of the information they were given. I, I don't know. If I became, if I was a retail outlet and all of a sudden I became a distribution uh, resource, I think it did, wouldn't matter either way why that person's ordering that many. That, that's more money for me. You know? Well, but it's not, it's not a thing as much as like... I guess... No, the I, idea- I, I can understand it. Yeah, because they're on a different level than the. Uh, oh, he's making his money like this. Oh, he's he's got it, a thirty percent part profit margin. It, well, I got a. It's 7%. not so. It's not so much that the distribution comic shop is going to look at the information. It's that the possibility is there. That's why everybody's mad. But the, the thing is, the possibility means nothing because there's still one one it, outlet. Like it, it doesn't matter because if it was the a other- chain, like let's say, let's say Walmart all of a sudden decided to get into the distribution game, and it's like, you know what, we're gonna make sure all the comics you want are gonna be here. And but Walmart doesn't sell comic books. But what if they decided to? Because all of a sudden they 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 jumped into the opportunity of distributing. That's gonna no, hurt but- the shops too. Well, like, but. Is two you're talking about two different things though, right? Because it's like if, if they, they decide, wanted to put everybody out of business, they could look at the the distribution part. That's the fear of the little the shop. The thing is, they're going out of business whether they do it or not. Mm. Right now, they're going out of business either way. The ones that can't survive are going out of business. Then they'll go out of business, man. And that's that's what business is. Whether whether your mother's distributing it or whether a stranger's distributing it, or whether but, the editor's distributing it. Right, but the thought process on the little shop is that these people are going to fuck them. That's small. Right. That, yeah, and, and see, that, that's that fear that doesn't let you succeed in business. Yeah, well, but it is. It's literally your competitor. So what? I Look, I had an opportunity to collaborate with my competitors directly from a block away. Yeah, that, and, that's... Like Mo, Mo's, Mo has a different uh, business style. No, they, he doesn't have the old hold school. On, hold on, hold on. This was an event 
that would give me promotion and press in the Long Beach Press Telegram and the local Long Beach TV station for the for the colleges. It was going to be good for me, and they're going to be there. And I told my brother, because we're partners, I'm like, hey, these dudes from down the street are going to be there too. And then he goes, uh, now I don't want to go. And I'm like, you're a fucking pussy. And he's like, what? <laughs> Because he's like, cuz, it's like, so what? Go. Like, we're all, this isn't about the exposure. Yeah, the exposure is there and, and it helps, but this is a charity event. It's about what we're giving to the community. It's not about what we're going to get out of it. So if you either want to do it, do it. But I'm going by myself or with you. And he's like, you know what? I'm going too. When we get there, they had promoted that there was going to be more than just us. So more people showed up for their haircuts. My competitors didn't show up. And it's like, if my brother had acted on that fear, it would have been like, oh, it's a one-man operation, little small-time thing. Instead, we both showed up. We had the nice setup that looked good on camera and everything. And, it, you know, but he, he didn't act on that fear. So it, you go in business, you got to go with the flow and you got to adapt. Bottom line, no matter if your competitor is selling it to you, sometimes I'd have to buy gel or product from my competitor if I was that desperate. Like, but you know what? That's just what I'm doing right now, and I'm gonna yeah. move past it. Chances yeah. are, chances are, if if everything when everything gets better and goes back to normal, maybe there's a resurgence in comics because guess what? People had not, nothing but to, time to read comics, and now now there's people looking for there. It, it becomes a more competitive market. They're going to choose with their money who the distributor is going to go to. If, if Diamond would be like, you know what? Here, we're going to work on getting you DC stuff. But in the meantime, we're going to give you a little bit of a price break on everything you got just to stay with us. Then, you know, people might just go with them. And like, you know, my money's going to do it. And I guess that in a sense, that's what they're trying to do now. But you don't say that. I would tell that to my clients, not, not to the press, you know? So yeah, these fucking assholes. Like, and guess what? Now I have the story. My competitor just didn't show up to this event. They were scared, <laughs> you know. Yeah, See, and I it, think I I think what like the scenario you're talking about is a little bit different than than what we're talking about here. And also, too, I mean, I guess here's the thing: it it might be a completely different story or scenario or situation if DC and Midtown. We're just upfront about it. Like if they're like, "Hey, it, you know, this is a tough situation right now. We want to get, we have books that are coming out. We're trying to get them out to the people. We're we're, uh, you know, partnering with Midtown to get our own distribution, and we're asking you to join us. That's a whole different situation because then people are like going in, eyes open, deciding they want to, you know, do business." with Midtown or do business with, you know, comic book store online or comic book shop online. That's a whole different thing than giving them different names that have the same addresses as the comic book shops. And everybody's like, uh, I just hit Google. So, so I got a question. That's not even that strange. <laughs> okay. I got a question because I never understood this. Especially now that you can't have the way you deal with employees and stuff, you can't just have them do multiple things for two different operations, even if they're in the same address. Like you got to have right. a DBA for each. So right. 
the fact that they they got a separate name is is it's a whole different tax bracket for them. It's a no. whole different receipt set. Like the the, the problem to. isn't the fact that the name is different. The problem is they didn't tell anybody it was the competitors. Like you can be up front, you know, and have a different name. That's not an issue. But th- but in business you're never up front. Like if I if I were to buy a restaurant right now, like it, the smart thing to do if that restaurant was doing good when I bought it or 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 had a, it has been there for a while and the person's just retiring, and I bought it, I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't put oh I want to see this on my menu, my dream restaurant. Fuck that. People are not going to know it's under new management for five years. <laughs> what was because your- it's not broken. It's fine. What and. Was- in business, that's how it is. Like all the the story should be, the story as they wanted it was like, oh, DC's finding a way to get us comics through this. But you know, it didn't work out that way. People, people don't understand what it's like to have to try to stay in business. What's your question, Heck? So Midtown, they're not printing, right? They're just delivering comics. Yeah, literally just delivering. So well, they're, they, they're just a delivery service for the other well, comic shops. They have somebody that prints it for them because all the printing places, that's part of the reason why Diamond stopped because nobody was printing. Right. So somehow they found somebody that'll print and, and they'll distribute it. They're like, you know, so I don't know. I don't know what kind of deal they have with whoever. And it just seems sweeter to DC. Again, I don't need to know that. All I need so, to know for me is that as a consumer, it's like you know what? Maybe I can order some new DC comics. Yeah, like wow, it's it's kind of stupid for the other comic shops to say I don't want to give them my information when these guys are putting the money out to get these printed in conjunction with DC. They're taking the risk that these crybabies yeah. are gonna like fuck you guys. I'm not giving you my money. Yeah, they're exactly. Taking, they're taking that risk. That money spent before the new story came out. Yeah. What? What? What risk are they taking? The well, one that people are going to react this way and be mad. Another is that you know what we're going to put this money and print it, but maybe people won't be able to get their comics for the next three six months, and we're sitting on them. Yeah, exactly. But it's like that's the situation now. Like that's not a risk. That's a choice. No, it's still Th- a that's risk. a choice like, by the other that, people. It's it's a risky choice. Like they're like we want to get comics out there right now like we're gonna try and, and invest in this like that that's exact like that's exactly i don't know if you listen to the heavy metal minute but the the news all the health experts said there's no concerts coming till february 2021 mm-hmm. saudi arabia paid 500 million dollars stake in live nation even though there's really no money coming in anytime soon yeah but they were able to get that amount because it devalued, and it's like I'm taking this risk now. Like that's business. Like, well, that's not. But see, but that's the thing though. Like, uh, it's like a 500 million dollar stake in Live Nation when you're Saudi Arabia is like no money. Like, look, I would. I didn't see them doing it before this. What? Well, because they were like, it, it's a deal. Because the opportunity wasn't <laughs> the there. Opportunity right, exactly. Was They're like, like, oh, it's a, it's a bargain basement joint. They're like, concerts will be back next year. DC and and DC and Midtown saw the opportunity where nobody else did. Look, anybody, else could have, anybody else could have done this deal. 
No, see, I don't think what, that's true because when, the when only the COVID, reason huh? when the COVID stuff happened and the market crashed, I wish I was smart enough to have gone and going for stocks and everything because everything was low, and I yeah. fucked up and missed it. I got a few things afterwards, like a week after or something. Yeah, but a week. But after, it's nothing substantial. Listen, it, it's not like not anyone could have done this deal. The reason why Midtown and the I don't I keep saying the name wrong. I think, but the other online comic book store joint are the ones is because they have the shipping network because both of them do a lot of business. In regards to shipping comic so, books. So they got to be worried about Joe Schmo's comic shop that can't handle that. It's not that they have to be worried about it. Nobody nobody is saying that they were wrong for trying to become the distributor for comics. No one's saying that. What, what we are saying is if that's what you're going to do, you should be honest about it, one. And you, sh- you can't be mad at your competitors who have decided they don't want to do business with you in that fashion because you're a direct competitor. They're like, we're selling the same thing. At, at the end of the day, they can be mad, but they're going to miss out on the sales of those comics because they're refusing to get it from a competitor. In fact, they might be giving it to the competitor across the road. What, what, yeah. I, here's, here's the thing, though. It'd be different, I think, if you were talking about, like, after COVID-19. But, you know, DC put out comics yesterday. And, like, there's not, a co- there's not one comic book shop in California that can be open right now. So it's, it's not like, oh, like, right now, whether you're Jeffrey's Comics, whether you're Comic Bug, whether you're Atomic Basement, you don't have a choice on whether you're going to take or, bu- well, let's put it like this. You can buy those DC comics if you want to, but you don't have anywhere to sell them. So that's one part that's a part of the problem where, you know, there's a whole group of people, a whole group of retailers that are just like, why, why would I do this right now? Now's not the time for this. Now, other people feel different. There are comic book shops that are open in other parts of the country. You know, not, not in... LA or not in California not in New York but I guess there'll be some in Georgia and I guess there's some in Florida come tomorrow or whatever I'm like, pretty sure every comic shop in town here is open well well, there you go so it's like different states are doing different things and I think that that's part of why people are kind of pushing back too where they're like you know we're not you're not trying to do this uniformly for the industry as like you're deciding like you know like because and and i know that this is something that comes from dc this is dc pushing this dc wants to still put out comics nobody else in the industry is like oh we need to put out comics today and it's not like they don't want to put out comics but they're just like it doesn't make sense right now even dc understands that that's why they're soft launching this they didn't put out the comics that people wanted today or yesterday, they put out some other stuff that everybody's like, oh, I guess I'll get it. Maybe not. I don't know. So, you know, I mean, it's cool, I guess. I mean, it, they're, 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 see, they're thinking of it as an opportunity and they're going to capital or try to capitalize on it. And who knows? 
maybe when we come out of this in how whatever amount of time that is, whether that be a month or two months or the end of the year, maybe Diamond will have competition. But who knows? Like there's a it seems like there's a lot of people in the industry, a lot of shops, a lot of retailers that are just like, No, thank you. Yeah. And you know, if they all unify then it it'd be different. Like, yeah, that's it could, it could work, but ultimately I can almost predict what's gonna happen. They're all be like, Oh yeah, everybody's not everybody yeah, I'm not you know what, I'm gonna get a bunch of shit. Just 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 because I know the other guys, he's on that same page, not getting anything, but I'm going to have it. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, you know, it's like, here's the thing, though. It's like, DC is a leader in the industry. If they wanted to try to rally folks and gain consensus, that probably could have happened. Yeah. But, but they not, didn't try. Yeah. Instead, yeah. they decided to, you know, kind of make some unilateral decisions and try to hide the fact that you know who was going to be putting out their comics so why i don't know i guess i guess dc doesn't have aren't that tight with diamond yeah. i mean diamond had his issues from the beginning there was so many complaints before all this so oh yeah absolutely it, it, you know there some people might see it as a, as a fresh start with somebody else yeah and, and maybe they'll they'll not like it and go back but it, it's it's that, definitely a devil's you know type situation yeah where you know there's a lot of retailers that are like, hey, I'm not a fan of Diamond, but I know I know exactly how they're gonna screw me. What <laughs> what I don't know is how Midtown and online comic book shop are gonna try to screw me. Well, there was a story about DC shipping comic books in like super heavy bubble wrap. Yeah. What's heavy bubble wrap? Really, like, big. not like the little ones that you can just pop like a little tiny pimple. It's like that big, like orb-sized <laughs> bubble wrap, mm. which is already better than how Diamond used to do it. Right, I thought oh, that's that's, that's what the point of the the story. Because yeah. like I I talked I talked on the show about how Diamond started going with like cheaper cardboard, and right. shit was getting fucked up in shipments. And the thing is, the way they put it in. Even this was back when we were doing it. This is, I want to say, fuck, 20 years ago. They would just stack them like they would stack. Let's say we're getting 50 comics, right? They would put in a box where 25 and 25 will fit on each side. But they wouldn't put them like, you know, when the staples are on top of each other, they slant. Yeah. So they wouldn't put them in a way where they're not going to slant and lay flat. Mm. So it would ship, and then they would just put a piece of craft paper, like ball it up, and then wrap it up in there. Every now and then they would put a divider in between the two, so they wouldn't mix like a, a like when you're shuffling cards. Mm-hmm. But it was rare. It's only if if there was like if it was a certain weight, and yeah, so a lot of stuff got damaged. And you know they just give you, a, they would give you a, a discount code on your next order on the number two or whatever. But in the meantime, you don't have nothing to sell your. Right. And then you had to ship them back sometimes. Yeah. And when they didn't, like, you know, people would sell them. I know I bought stuff that was damaged from Diamond and at a convention, like, it would be like, uh, I specifically remember Fathom because I, I liked all those covers. Yeah. So for Fathom, I bought like every, when I was 16 and I got my, my first paycheck, I went and I'm like, you know what? I want every Fathom number one. And they're like, okay. They were already marked up, 
but then they gave me the the ones that they were supposed to get they got credit for and they were all damaged yeah and i got screwed as a customer so it's like that guy got money off of me and credit and you know and if it only got worse then i can i can i can imagine somebody that takes the time and care to make sure your shitty dc comic get are, are in mint condition when they get to you might be a selling point yeah well i mean like it, it screws the the retailer because like i went to my comic book shop and the guy was telling me yeah diamond's fucking shit up and you know he had like a, a new book and he's like I, i'll give it to you for for uh half price right now because it's damaged right here because of the shipment it wasn't a book I wanted, but you know I understand the sentiment. Yeah, yeah, I'm out of news. <laughs> All right, well, let's do some final thoughts. Hacked, give us some final thoughts, man. Uh, everybody, go read Last Night on Earth. It's a Batman book. But it has a lot of other characters in it. Jay, final thoughts. Um, uh, if you haven't watched Stranger Things yet, you probably should. It's pretty good. Oscor, final thoughts. Did the site ever go back up, or are we on Twitch now? I think we're on Twitch. Moses Magnum, final thoughts. Um, go read Swamp Thing Bad Seed by Andy Diggle. And for the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you all so much for hanging out with us. We do appreciate you. We'll be back tomorrow morning. So uh, make sure you come check us out. Also, in the meantime, hit us on our social media. Uh, hit us on Instagram, Fantastic Forum on Instagram. Let us know what you like what you don't like, what you want us to talk about. This is Fantastic Forum. Uh, Only on Twitch.